picking your butt over there. Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. Smiley's Gardens. Cheddabob13. And this is episode 358.5. The wormhole. What's up, Smiley? Cheddabob. What's going on, guys? It's going. Been a while. He was catching up on some sleep here and there. So sorry I missed your birthday. Me too. But uh, you've been missed, man. You've been missed, Cheddabob. I'm yeah, glad you popped stop in. Stop it. Stop it. You're a very likable cat. You're a very likable cat. I know several people that would disagree with you, Eagle. Yeah, lately you've been seeming to be Mr. Uh, disagreeable. Like, no, oh, I'm very, I'm very that. disagreeable, stubborn, hard-headed. Um, yeah, I. Uh, Me too. I, I'm, you know. Do you part German? But I'm, German but I'm never, I'm never wrong. So that you know. Oh, I can be wrong. <laughs> I'm often wrong, actually, and I typically <laughs> find out about it after I get all puffed up about something, and then I'll right. be, like, oh yeah, about yeah. that. Well, I guess I won't talk to that person again. <laughs> you just avoid it. Instead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone told me I looked like Frank from Shameless today. Uh, I can see it a little bit. A little bit. I think it's just the beard. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The whole woman. Shameless. I, I don't, maybe I've never seen it. I don't watch oh, a lot of TV man. though. That's a great show. It's on uh was it Showtime, I think. And now it's on uh Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix. Really really, really well done show. You know how back in the day they used to have like really good family sitcoms where they would like show the perfect family, everybody get <laughs> and there's now we have the now we have shameless. Now now we have what it's really like. And it's about as fucked up as you can imagine. Yeah, but it's as as close to most people's like family life, I would assume. Yeah, probably more than yeah, the yeah. Way the defense stories. More than the Huxtables, you know. <laughs> I hey, appreciate uh, you come the company chatter, Bob, because you remind me of a guy I grew up with that. Uh, that kind of raz conversation that I, you know, back in my like serious drinking days, you know, it was that we could always go back and forth and we kind of knew how to like pick each other a little bit in the good way, you know what I mean? Just to get a good conversation out of each other. Yeah, you know, drinking and we'd get some like really, you know, back and forth, ah, you motherfucker, you know. Know, type situation. Yeah. Then we fucking get up the next day and fucking be like, man, I can't believe that shit. Smoke a joint and fucking bust his friends again. Just a complete restart. You know what I mean? But I I appreciate that type of um, you know, You're such an asshole, but I love you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've had that's the way it, not not calling you an asshole by any means, but that oh. type of back and forth. You know, I've actually had a lot of a lot of those same friends that were my still to my best friends to this day. Same cats, man. Fucking wrestle, fight with. You know what I mean? Same months after fucking bleeding sometimes and being like, "Ah, hey, you're a 
crazy motherfucker. I can't believe you bit me. Well, you know, <laughs> in, uh, in life, I think you, you know, you have, you know, your friendships as well as like working relationships. You have your yes friends, you know, the friends who are always going to enable you in some way. And then you have people like me who are not yes men who are will give you the hard the hard punch in the face that you might need the honest brutal hurtful truth that hurts you right away but ends up in the long run being what you really needed to hear you know and for that reason I'm you know a lot of people think I'm an asshole but it doesn't bother me you know they'll they'll realize I later it was all good. It was all. It was all for them. I'm. I have nothing but respect for somebody that will look me right in the face and go, "You're an asshole today. Yeah. <laughs> You're being an asshole." Or just yep. you know, tell me exactly right where I fucking stand with them. I've got more respect for that than somebody that just look me in the face and go, "Whatever." <laughs> yeah, that's you know. I, I got my grandmother, the most, my, the most person I love the war in the most in this world. My grandmother was the most br- blunt, brute person with the truth honest with me. She would cut me the straightest bullshit. I mean, she never sugarcoated shit. And I fucking, I loved her for that to the day she died. In fact, she said some shit to me on the way out, even that I, because of people that are in chat, I can't even say, but she, she gave me some direct advice, what she thought, what I should do with my life at that point. And which I didn't listen. I didn't listen, but I, she might have been right in a lot of ways, but I still I appreciated it because even on the way out, even on the way out, she was like, "I love you, but don't fucking do that." <laughs> and I was like, "Grandma, no." Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, people our age are our grandparents, especially. Well, I don't know. Our grandparents were brutal. They were brought up in a different age than people younger than us, like with their grandparents, who would be our parents' age. Like our grandparents were brutal. They grew up in really fucking brutal times. They didn't, mine didn't hold back at all. Yeah, you got to shower once a week. You know what I mean? You had fucking two pair of jeans, one you wore to church on Sunday. That's not normal. Mary wore the rest of the week. (laughs) Yeah, some crazy ass shit. That was definitely her, man. Her, uh, her mother and father, my great grandfather and grandfather. He was in the sit-down strike. You know what I mean? The Buick sit-down strike that area, and uh, it's again nine kids, nine kids back then during the sit-down strike. So they, they, she knew tough times, like you're saying, man. And uh, I know. Roster, so I she taught me so much about life, and uh, I miss that gal, man. She was she was a lot, she meant a lot to me with ways, I think, all that shit, man. Direct right back to her. She was, uh, yeah, I heard you at one point mention Smiley a Generations picture that great grandma I was talking about right there. 
I did again. I never really understood it at the point. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get this picture taken. We, you know, I never really the impact of what was that. I look back at that photo now because I had the impact, the photo, and I see it. Why she wanted it, and it was right before she died. It was a five generations. There's five generations with my daughter in there. That was five generations of us standing there side by side, shoulder to shoulder with me holding my daughter. And she, that meant a lot to her. She's like, it's, you don't get it. It's not that often where you can get five generations shoulder to shoulder like that. And, uh, she wanted that terribly bad before she died. And we got that picture taken in. Unless you're in, it, it didn't, it didn't click till years later, guys. That I was like, "Oh, I see it now." You know, it, in, it unless you're in West, Vir- unless you're in West Virginia, and all those five generations are under fifty. That's wrong. That's <laughs> wrong. Bro. Sorry, everyone from West Virginia. It's just a joke. Take it easy. You all know it's true because you. Hey, and speaking <laughs> speaking of. Uh, Speaking of old people, where's Bingus? Yeah, we didn't see Bingus in chat, man. Hope he's doing all right. Might be his. Hey, it might be his Sunday. You know? It it is Sunday. I know it might be his day that he just. just <laughs> it's everyone's Sunday, man. That's what I mean. It's actually Monday now, but anyway, it might be the day he's disconnected. Damn you, Smiley! Damn you! He was he was tripping. He's I seen him measuring out his microdose so maybe uh maybe change his mind macrodose i thought eagle might have given him a little a ring on the telly okay hey there's gus i was actually getting ready i seen everybody asking about him in the first episode so i was actually starting to wonder myself oh I got some nice purple flowers growing in my. Oh, I guess you guys can't really see them. What's up? Oh, oh my God, I forgot to stop that. <laughs> my bad, dude. What are you rolling? This is a tobacco leaf. Okay. Uh, I just ripped a piece off right now, and uh, I'm about to stuff it with some LA Conf. So you roll Looks it like just like that. I'll sh- yeah, I'm do- I'm gonna show you guys right now how I do it. Um, basically, you'll see. I just roll it up, and then uh, I make a little mold out of tin foil, and then uh, I dry it for like 12 hours, and then. I put it in a dehydrator or a dehumidifier. Wait, no, a dehydrator for a little bit on and off here and there until it's fully dry. But it's it's really easy and the smoke's like awesome. Yeah, it's definitely a lot smoother than uh, smoking a backwoods or anything like that. Dope as fuck. You grow the plant yourself too. Yeah, yeah. It's in. Uh, and you know what, dude? It's crazy, but that plant is the chunkiest one out of all of them. So, 
And as far as like Smiley's question is like, you're gonna smoke it wet. My my just no. reply to that is, have you seen a lot of people when they roll them backwards? Oh, how fucking licked up and soaking <laughs> wet that shit is before they roll it. It can't like, be any wetter than that uh, thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, like, I wouldn't you find a girl to go. They, they, yeah, they're deep throating the fucking thing. Like, <laughs> Drool down their face. Uh, uh, it's got to be a lot clearer. It's got to be a lot clearer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I ran my first uh, proper run of bubble hash today. Ooh. Pressing. Um, Ooh. I had a. I had an issue the past several runs with drying um i didn't have a, a proper drying environment i was drying in a tent so lots of kind of like dust and stuff stirring around lots of contaminants yeah so it, so it never came out very well so i i was almost on the verge of buying a freeze dryer you know i was like okay i really want to do this you know let's do the investment for a freeze dryer and i got thinking and i was like you know before I go spend three or $4,000, you know, let's, let's try a wine fridge because they're climate controlled, right? You can get it down to like 40, 41 degrees. Uh, the relative humidity stays about the same as the temperature within a few degrees. And uh, man, I bought one for like $136. Uh, I used it two days ago. I, you know, I, I did the brand, the bubble hash. Uh, microplaned it, sieved it on the parchment, put it in there. Two days, that's all it took. Beautifully dry. Like, amazing. Way better than air drying it in a pizza box. It was it was so nice. And then I pressed it, and it came out. For me, uh, from what I've pressed before, it came out fire. I'm so happy. Saved myself, like, you know, 30, 3,800 bucks. Oh man. So tip for anyone out there that's just doing like small bubble hash rosin and stuff like that, like invest in a little wine fridge. Um they're they work. They work really well. Are you single pouching it when you press a bubble? Uh cheddar? So I uh I use a 37 micron bag and then I'll double bag that in a 160 just just for blowout purposes because I'm, I'm still learning. So, you know, the pressure is. One I've heard a lot of people when they press their bubble, it's usually a double bag 25. You know what I mean? A 25 inside of a 25 is what I've seen most common there, but it definitely, you know, helps get that whatever particulates left in that bubble, you know, and it helps yeah. catch that. Yeah, this stuff this stuff came out like not not white, but really, really clear. Like it was it was a good run of bubble. So I got I got around sixty six right around sixty six percent back. It was seventeen grams and I got almost eleven back, so that's not too bad of a loss, only five there. 
It's yeah, just, not, oh man, I. So do you prefer? How's the buzz again? Because I'm a, I'm one of the advocates there that I just I love the bubble hash the way it is. I love the full bodied smoke. It's a real thick smoke. I like the the addition with some flour. You know, I I make a worm and throw it right in the middle of my joint. That's the way I like my my bubble, and it's a more of a full body, more of a medicine for me. So when I I think about filtering it out again, I'm thinking about taking out a lot of stuff and making it more heady. Is that what you find? The rosin, once you press it out, that hash is more heady than it is full body that you'd get with the bubble? For me, um, I think the headiness comes from the particular cultivar and harvest times, not necessarily the, the end product. Now, the strength... Um, I can, I can feel the difference in the strength as well as like just the, the, the burning of it, you know, the, the ox, the, the, in, in my chest, you know, the regular bubble hash is heavier. I can feel it in my throat, you know, makes my, makes my throat a little bit more raspy. Dude. Uh, do you think that like vaping, like, okay. Cause I get the same eat with, uh, with like hash, like when I vape, it's totally different than like smoking. And like when uh, I get the full, you know, like what Eagle's talking about, it's, it is kind of different than the, uh, the rosin stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Like, like with this, I, I mean, with this particular uh, bubble hash rosin, like I, I actually feel a little, a little racy, a little like, um, so I, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, you got to walk us through the end product there. You just finished that wrap with the tobacco leaf, and then you wrapped it in tinfoil. Now, okay, so now that it's like wrapped, I'll leave it like this for like like about twelve hours, whatever. And you know how patient I can be. I can make this, I can make this drying process a lot longer if I wanted to. You know, which would be the purest thing to do. But I'm just like trying to smoke my own blunts, so I'm just I'm just trying. I dry them out as fast as I can. So I hit I hit the uh, the food dehydrator after um, you know about a half a day, maybe sometimes a day. I'll put it in the dehydrator and uh, on and off until it's dry. Like uh, sometimes I'll I'll leave it on for like three hours, even. You know what I mean? And I've noticed that. You know, it, I think it does slightly decarb it because I do get really stoned. Like I get, I get straight slapped in the face when I smoke it. And it's like, it's different than when I'm smoking a big fat joint. Like, and it could be the nicotine. Not smoke normally or? No, I do smoke. I do smoke, smoke cigarettes normally. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's totally different, man. It's a lot smoother. And it smells like a cigar. It smells like a good cigar, dude. It's some it's some Kentucky tobacco I got from um, Strictly Medicinal Seeds. They have a great catalog of a bunch of different shit. And um, it's mostly non-GMO um, stuff, you know. So. What? I'm just laughing at Cheddar Bobby. He taped the fucking cigarette to his thumb. 
but yeah um yeah that's that's the process there i mean uh i was gonna get fancy and like dip it and then uh coat it and keef and stuff but i'm really just kind of digging how it is by itself like eagle's worm do worm wrapped around it that's true though like how fucking how fancy can you get with it right like Talking about eagles, worm smiling. <laughs> you know what's funny is <laughs> it wraps around. I, what? I seen it. I seen the look on Gus's face tonight. Gus Gross's face tonight when I was talking to him. Where's my supply here? I Did you see the worm too? Broke. Oh no! <laughs> no, I was sitting here. I was sitting here. I do this. I did it to somebody else the other night, and I, I realized how weird it looked. And I forgot to say something. <laughs> like I ripped off a piece of worm, and then you see me sitting over here, just kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> I see Gus like, what the fuck is he doing over there? What's going on underneath I there? Like, oh shit! I'm rolling the worm. I'm rolling the worm. <laughs> but. It does look so wrong if you don't know what the fuck I'm doing over here. Somebody the other day, it looked really bad. It was funny. And if your answer is playing with my worm, that doesn't help either. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Smiley. Yeah. Do I know you? Brownstown? I don't know, man. Do you, uh... Brownstown. Huh? Brownstown? No, man. Okay. You have a direct look-alike, bro, from somebody that uh, I used to party with, and he used to grow. He used to grow really good dope too. Uh, so, but yeah. Cool. On my screen, you guys are beside each other, Smiley and Gus, and it looks like you guys could be like Green Arrow versus Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny, dude. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I get Mr. Clean a lot. Yeah, that's too easy. Lex Luthor. Yeah. Lex Luthor, yeah. yeah. Mr. Clean will fuck some shit up, though. Let's be honest. Leave it clean, though. <laughs> I don't think you can trust Mr. Clean. He's always in the fucking house with all the women. Well, oh, man. the woman's always... Why is he always there when I'm gone? What the fuck? Why is this dude always here? <laughs> the women trust Mr. Clean. Right, I guess so. And he's always got that damn grin on his face. Yeah, because he's <sighs> trust me. What do you mean? He knows he knows something we don't. I don't like it. Well, I know where the what the women do when you guys are gone. That's all. <laughs> he's got he's got those he's got those, those lima limonene terps. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Mercine too and the lemony and the piney. I like it all, dude. Honestly, everything but, but if it's if it tastes like straight bubblegum, like like in a pouch bubblegum, I don't like it. I'm not a big eucalyptus fan. Eucalyptus, that sort of like anise, licorice mm. sort of flavor. Okay, I like licorice, but I don't like eucalyptus. The flow that I have is like I don't like the smoke of it at all. Everybody loves it around me. <clears throat> but fucking that. But uh, I don't like this. I don't like the taste of it. I like the smell, 
it's got a really floral, like in, in that essential kind of like eucalyptus oil smell to it. And I'm like, I can't dig it. So I'm trying to hit it with this, with the glue sniffer. And hopefully that'll make it tasty because I love the way it grows. I just, the way it grows is amazing. When I, uh, when I lived out in California, I lived on uh, the Napa River out in Carneros. And Carneros is like this huge wine area just outside of Napa City. And uh, driving, like, this is how much I hate eucalyptus. So driving back to where I lived, um, you know, you'd pass all these vineyards. And then there's, there's this, like, four-mile stretch of, like, eucalyptus trees. And so all you could smell was this, like, super potent eucalyptus. I'd almost, like, go off the road. I'd be gagging. I'd be like, eh, eh, eh. You know, you roll the windows up, but the air's blowing in. You know, you gotta have AC on because it's like seven thousand degrees in fucking California. Yeah, and uh, so it's still blowing in the eucalyptus smell. You're like kind of swerving because you're like, oh, your eyes are all red and like drippy. It's oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Every time I went home, I'm like, Ugh. it's it's like driving through the industrial part of Detroit. Yeah, or any part of Texas. Oh, <laughs> oh man, dude, Nebraska's a pretty, it smells like straight cow shit the whole way through. Yeah. You know? I, I lived in Douglas for a little while. Yeah, Nebraska. <laughs> oh man. I had a, I had some family that lived out there. It was, it was pretty, pretty much it, but it was fun. Yeah. What do you so got? You're going to gonna go knock on uh, KNF Gardens door on guys. Yeah, all the way out in Michigan, California. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a city, Michigan, in California. Michigan and California, maybe, maybe. There's a Oregon. We have like Paris, Maine, and Norway, Maine. Uh, We have like a whole uh, Lebanon, Maine. China, Maine, South China, Maine. Like, like we have like the most unoriginal names for our, for our towns here. We're like, huh, where would we, where would we like to visit if we weren't stuck in fucking Maine? Let's. <laughs> Paris. <laughs> oh, I've been to Paris, Maine, several times. That's funny. Yeah, Michigan has a lot of weird, uh, like like native american sounding uh fucking cities in it that i can't even pronounce some of them man you know it's pretty weird like even one of my favorite little places it's called the akiak the akiak uh, falls right and it's spelled like you wouldn't believe dude you you wouldn't call it akiak if you looked at it you'd be like what the fuck is that trying to tell me <laughs> but it's it's one of the coolest places in michigan i mean in the lower part i love it it's cool a lot of people go there though now it's like way overpacked. I actually ran into this really cool uh, fucking guy that met a shaman in Oregon. And we just ran, dude, I always randomly meet people like this. It's always mystical and shit. But I met him in the middle of the Akiak Falls and he's like, oh, something about Oregon. And I was like, dude, I just came back from Oregon. And, I was, and I was, he was like, yeah, I was over here. I was like, it sounds like Tillamook. He was like, no. I was like, Newport? He's like, no. And then I said, uh, Eugene, I, I forgot what I said, Cottage Grove. 
something. He was like, yeah, man. I was like, fuck yeah. That dude, Oregon is beautiful. You're in Cali, you said? Or Maine? I'm in Maine, yeah. Maine? I haven't been to Maine, dude. Well, you're welcome here anytime. I'll, I'll leave the gate open. Cool. My brother has some friends out there that are uh, really into weed and shit that he visited. He said it's pretty cool out there. Yeah, we've, uh, we've, you know, Maine's a little, I say this often, but Maine's a little sleeper state in the cannabis industry. We have a lot of, a lot of fantastic growers out this way, but we, we're, we're, we're low key, you know, we're only 1.3 million people. We, we keep to ourselves. We're not about. That's cool. We're not, we're not about the whole get out there and show stuff game. Like we, we just, we just do our thing, you know, <laughs> except for me, except for me. I like to get out there and show and, you know, yeah. Is it all because of the lobsters? The lobsters, yeah. Jesus. Gotta get out on the lobster boat around sunset. <laughs> That's gotta be cool. Are you on? Are you on the water, basically, or what? Yeah, I, I live on an That's island. Awesome. Oh I man, on a, I'm on an island called Mount Desert Island, uh, Bar Harbor, Maine. That's cool. So there's a lot of diversity, probably over there, huh? Like, <laughs> no, 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 we're we're everyone's white. No, I, I mean <laughs> soil soil diversity, yeah. <laughs> And like with the with the rock and uh, rock and you know the whatever, right? <laughs> uh, you got sorry. me there. I had to. That was that. That was just begging. That was begging for it. Um, soil diversity? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really say so. Like. Uh, lots of granite in this state, so our, our ground soil is really acidic pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, we, we don't have great uh, crop produce, you know, like potatoes. We're great with yeah. potatoes. Yeah. Uh, blue, blueberries. Oh. But our, our growing season is really short. So, you know, we get like fucking pumpkins and watermelons and shit. We, yeah. we don't get anything fun. Oh, okay. much outdoor for there. Your area? No, no, not really. We get like, I mean, maybe three months of prime weather, like prime veg and flowering weather, and then and then in September the weather just turns. It gets cold really, really fast. So, you know, no most yeah. most stuff doesn't have time to finish. Yeah. I was surprised this uh, last year that my flow got to finish because uh, it was like November 1st. I, I took it down and we, I mean, it, it had two frosts and uh, it took it like a champ, dude. It was, I was, I was like, you know, it's crazy shit that I, I just seen this in an orchard. It, I forget even where the fuck I was looking, but anyway, this, there, there were, talking about how they protect orchards from frost and the dude fucking puts on his overhead sprinkler he put it on like over the night because the layers of ice would keep the inner part of the plant from freezing basically and it was like i don't know was, i forget how to explain it now like yeah, an igloo fucking covered in ice but that was keeping the plant from actually freezing or whatever it was weird They do yeah. that down in Florida, don't they, during the frost times? They yeah. spray the oranges with the 
Yeah, it's like the most effective way to keep them from fucking being damaged by the frost. There's some about the water or the ice. I shouldn't walk up, I guess, but. I thought they went out there with those propane burners and those big butterfly wings and kind of. Yeah, they do know, stuff like that. Like in that movie with Keanu Reeves. What was that? With the valley in the sky or something like that about the wine vineyard. Yeah, I'll have to find it, man. I I forget how that worked. It was something to do with the way the the. I don't even know. It's something to do with the water freezing. And it was somehow like keeping it was protecting the fucking plant. Well, I mean, it, if you think you think about an igloo, it was similar to something like that. I don't even remember though. But it, it kept the frost like the actual frost comes down from the top. So like when they were lighting the fires, it's not the heat from the fires; it was the smoke going up in the air, and the smoke was creating like a diffusion type thing from. Oh, it was from the clear sky. That's what it was. It wasn't from the frost. It was from having a clear sky where it like sucking the heat out of them. I would I would assume also that's what it was. I would assume also that like being covered in ice, it would stop that wind from also lowering the temperature. Any wind during that cold time, you know, would also lower lower the core temperature from it if it didn't have like a little shell around it, you know? Sorry about that. I think, Smiley, you're uh, closer to being right there. I think it, it's more of, they're supplying a wet layer that's a protective shell to where the frost, it like you're saying, freezes, slowly freezes and draws out the moisture from inside mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? To where if they spray it, then the moisture's already there freezing and protecting versus you know sucking it out dehydrating the fruit yeah it made a it made a protection layer from yeah it was clear skies because i remember that was the other technique they were using as they would burn they would burn piles and they would have this smoke that would sit over like a smoke cloud that they would make basically over the orchard and it would and it would make kind of like a blanket layer to keep the keep it from freezing and then they that was like so much air pollution and there was a guy that figured out the sprinklers would do the same effect and they'd have to leave them on so each each time the sprinkler went across the the next layer of water would protect it for a minute and that water would freeze and then would kind of build up this like sheet of coating on it but you would think it'd still freeze though underneath that, like as the fucking ice would melt the next day and shit. But I don't know, maybe it got warm enough so quick. But I don't know. I just remember. I think it probably depends on the the crop as well, because I I think oranges can't really take any sort of ice on them at all, or else they're toast. Yeah, I don't know. Can you guys hear my fan? What are they? What are they yelling? <laughs> no, um, there's there's a peach tree that produces fruit over here in uh, on Emmons Street, over uh, a couple blocks away, and I I found it one day, and I was like, "Is that a peach tree?" And it was, and I ate the fruit of it too. It was good. I don't know. It uh, it produces every year though. Well, I used to live in this place. I never knew peaches grew in Maine. Never knew it. And uh, 
I was standing outside smoking a cigarette on the porch and I looked over and there's this little peach growing off a tree right by the steps. <laughs> and I was like, I, I went, I went to look to see if it was in a pot or something and nope, sure enough, it's growing out of the ground. I'm like, what in the fuck is going yeah. on here? That's exactly <laughs> I thought I had discovered some like new goddamn peach species that yep. only grew in cold climates in May. I was like, Yep. Holy shit! I picked a whole bunch of them and took them to a took them to the restaurant I worked at. I was like, "Yeah, told your buddies, yeah." Made peaches. Yep. Oh my god! Same shit, dude. Yep, that was yeah. I was like, that "I'm was- gonna be rich. I'm gonna start peach orchards in Maine. <laughs> They're gonna be like a novelty." Oh, that's fun. Now, now they grow. They grow everywhere. So the fan is making noise. Is it? What's the thing? No, can, can you guys hear it? Just a little bit. Oh, I see it in the chat. Somebody said I checked my, I checked five times to see if my fan was making noise. <laughs> oh. I wish I could see chat on my phone. I don't, I don't know how to do that. Oh, I got it on my TV. Oh, oh. <laughs> Fancy, fancy you, Gus, in your televisions. <laughs> what can I say? You know, it took, it took a lot to get here. Here, here I am on my no. They, they don't sell them on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> and funny enough, Gilligan Island, uh, or Gilligan rather, uh, lived a, like 300, 400 yards away from me when I was little. <laughs> yeah, and then. Yeah, in the, in Bob Northeast Denver, Harbor. Is that was his name? Yeah, Northeast Harbor, Maine. That's cool. Yeah, he lived right beside my godmother. And then the town kicked him out uh, because he didn't pay his property taxes. What a scumbag. Uh, I, I don't know, but that's that's the story. Wow. But yeah, and uh, let's see. Leatherface, the original Leatherface, Gunnar Hansen. He lived at the top of my street, right oh, behind wow. the... Right behind the library. You guys know who Leatherface is, right? Like Texas Chainsaw yes, Massacre. Like, yeah. Get back in the hole, right? <laughs> it puts the lotion on. Is that the same guy? No, or, that's no, Texas that's, that's, that's Buffalo, Buffalo Bob, right? No, that's Buffalo uh, Bill. Come dude, on, man. That, uh, you gotta get your no. serial killer movies Terrible. right. That Leatherface guy is creepy, dude. Yeah, dude, he was like six foot five, he, like 310, 20 pounds. He was a giant. Jeez, and, so uh, the movie really played him right. <laughs> I, was, I was always so scared of him because he walked around just kind of, he looked like this all the time. Just stone-faced. Oh, shit. I was so scared of him. But, you know, uh, after I was got older and I kind of, realized that he wasn't a serial killer uh he was one of the nicest people you'd ever meet he was a poet he was like a published poet like has a bunch of books he was a uh screenwriter he'd done a whole bunch of other work but yeah he was a really an amazing person that was the first movie he'd ever done he got paid like ten thousand dollars oh wow (laughs) yeah just enough for a trailer yeah, pretty much. But then he had he had a little reprise in, um, in one of these last ones just before he passed away. Uh, like 
I don't know, generations or something like that. That's Get a little, cool. yeah. So Smiley, yeah. just a little bit of on air fucking questioning and planning. Is there anything organically going for the 14th of next month? Hopefully. No, I don't have anything planned for April yet. <laughs> I got to get stuck in shit. Who does that? I do that. Who, who, who plans a month ahead? I will say I'm, I'm whale fishing. I, I will say I'm giving a little bit of time because I'm whale fishing. So if I can land a whale, I'm going to. Uh, if it helps, the, four, the 14th is now booked. <laughs> make sure make sure you write it down you're saying it's booked for me no unless you want me to book it i'll book oh, it no, for I'm, you i missed no. what you were saying there i thought you were like oh i just booked you a takeover episode <laughs> oh that'd be nice of me wouldn't it <laughs> i'd be like sweet i got april and <laughs> no you can get you can get Smiley to uh, do a second interview of that uh, that crazy chick. Dude, we there's still a lot of good ones on tap, though. I mean, if you want to guess, I mean, I a lot of Jeff Lowenfell said he'd come back and talk with you. Fucking, there was That'd a bunch cool. of good ones that said they'd come back. That's right. That'd be cool. <laughs> I, I know it's hard though, man. Like when you put out invitations and then like to like two or three people, and then all of a sudden you hear back from all three of them, they want the same fucking date. That's why I'm asking. That's that's funny you you said that because that's why I asked. I just looked at my DMs and went, "Oh fuck!" I just doubled booked the same day. I wonder if I can bump one to the fourteenth. That's a Wednesday. I better ask Smiley if he's got something going, so I don't double book again. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. That's the hard part of scheduling the like, one a month kind of thing like that. It's like, um, you almost got to hear back from a couple people. Be, if, you know what I mean? If it works or not. And you know you're getting old when it hurts to get up off a stool. Yes. Not when not when you're dropping some stool. When you're getting up off a stool. <laughs> yeah, it sucks getting old. I've been noticing that too, man. Like the other day, I fucking, I don't even know what I did. My wrist was just like aching for some, like, I don't even know, man. I'd like move it a certain way and be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't even, I was like serious. I was like thinking I fucked some shit up in my hand or something. Yeah, it's gone now, but I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I went to like switch positions on the couch, you know, from my back to roll on my side. <laughs> Friggin' just kind of rolled just like a, quarter inch wrong and it like my whole back went into spasm i'm like uh, uh. <laughs> felt like felt like one of those beach friggin uh seals there on the beaches of monterey elephant seal that's exactly the lady tries to lay here you're like give it a couple days <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well hey I'm, I'm about to head out of here so I'm getting tired. Thanks for popping in, brother. Yeah, for sure. 
Gus, it was a pleasure. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah, nice to meet you guys too. Thanks for having me on, Eagle. Anytime, man. You got the whole, the numbers for the wormhole. Don't be afraid to use them, my friend. For sure, for sure. All right, guys. Later. My my most uh, fucking feel old moment like that out of like random was right around I think. Let's see here. Right around twenty eight, I guess. And I was fucking cutting trees. And they fucking got that brain delayed call. I was all up bright and early, ready to go to work. And I got that call. Fucking, it's raining. We're going to wait a couple hours, see what's going on. And I went, fuck yeah, because I've been fucking, had a long night. And I just kind of like, like jump on the couch, you know what I mean? Just like kind of like throw yourself almost like in the laying position on the couch. And I don't know what it did. I fucked my neck up. I couldn't move. Like I was locked up like this for like fucking a week. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I did. I just, I laid down. That's all I did. (laughs) At that point, I was like, I'm getting fucking old already. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I've noticed that. So, you know, working in restaurants, fine dining restaurants for 20 years, you don't necessarily find yourself doing a lot of physical labor like manual labor you do a lot of walking but that's about it uh so when i got done doing that and switched into uh commercial fishing that was a big shock that made me realize exactly how uh soft my body was you know and then seven years of doing that fuck man my body's aged like it's, it's had to have aged 25 years in seven years easily. Like I, I hurt in places. I, I didn't know I, I had. Oh, I was going to say, I, I don't want to change the subject, but that I had mentioned racing before that was the car I raced basically. Southern VT grower was talking about it too, but what, uh, so what, I, cla- yeah. what class is that? Is that like, uh, it was called a Formula Indy, so that was kind of like an Indy car. You raced Indy cars. It wasn't. It wasn't like the Indy car, but they were definitely downscaled from it. So it had a snowmobile powered engine, but it was scaled after an Indy car, I guess. And it was all paved oval tracks. So that was from two thousand. That's cool, man. So. My cousin, my cousin races out here in Maine. Yeah, he loves it. What kind of car? Uh stock car. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, I, he I, just, I think I, 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 riot, I think I think he just likes to crash. Is what it is. Yeah, that wasn't too fun. Yeah, man, those you guys, you guys are crazy. You guys that race cars like that, fucking. That's insane. I mean, I I don't mind going fast once in a while, but with everyone else right beside me going the same speed and, like, trying to get in front of me, that shit is fucking scary. I don't know. It gets to be, I don't know, man. It's, like, it's all relative. Like, you get used to the speed, and it's, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's not, it doesn't seem insane fast, even though it is insane fast. It's hard to explain, but you, I don't know, your brain, like, slows it down. Oh, I like one of the fastest tracks we ever raced was Kalamazoo Speedway, 
and I mean, it was like an 11 second lap, right? And it, and it was like a three eighths mile track. So we're just fucking hauling ass the whole time. And it's a little ball, dude. It's a little bowl. I mean, you know, and I remember like the first time ever on the track, hot lap session, it's so bang, it's banked nice. So, I mean, the car just kind of sucks you into going, like you just wind up, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking flying. And I remember coming in the pits just like, afterward taking my helmet off and just like playing it back in my head like holy fuck that's fast you know what i mean like it's just holy shit that was a fast lap but doing it i didn't realize it it's just it was relative you know what i mean that happened a lot where you where i'd get out of the car and just you know like an accident would happen or something in front of you and you'd be like fuck man i just missed that by two inches or whatever but it just happens when you're it's all relative like that i don't know yeah, like when I'm when I'm out on the boat, you know, uh, the boat's boat's going like this. You know, it, it's it doesn't seem like it because you get your bearings, you know, like you do in a car with everyone else going with you that speed. But once I get back on land, if it's been a, a pretty rough day, you know, my bearings are my bearings are still going like this, and I, on land, I I look like I'm drunk for about I don't know probably an hour. You know, kind of walking like, uh, uh. so yeah, it, it, it's relative. Those bearings, you know, change when everything around you is similar. That's so wild that you can just get used to that too. Like that's a wild, you know, I mean, be on the water that long to where, yeah, the land. Is that yeah, you experience that like the land legs or whatever they call that? Like, yeah, it's 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 a weird feeling. Like you get home and you go in the shower and. And you're standing in the shower, but you're you're literally kind of like going back and forth just because that you've been doing it all day long. Doing that, right? Like your brain is what's doing. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's it's re- the first time it happened to me. I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm tripping. I don't even know what's going on right now because no one no one told me about it. So, is there a way to stop it, or is it just something you gotta? No, just you just you just get used to it. Do it more and more. I mean, and I'm sure some people don't even experience it, you know. But I'm very sensitive. <laughs> Do you get seasick then, or what? No, no. not a pussy. <laughs> I'm not a pussy. I got seasick. That has nothing to do with being a pussy. That shit gets you, man. Uh, I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Seasickness is like, man. That's. I really feel bad for the people I've seen get seasick and for the people that get seasick, but because there's no stopping it, you know, it, it like you're, you're just, you're fucked. Yeah. Cause you're on the road. Going through yeah. Yeah. Like you, you don't, you don't stop rolling on the ocean. No. So. That's bad. I can't say I've ever been on the ocean. But... Not much of that out there in Michigan. Well, we got the we got Lake Michigan by us, which is I mean, it's, you can't see across it. So, I mean, it's, it's not an ocean, but it does. <laughs> a wise man, a wise man once said, "Harbors and bays are for sportsmen." Yeah, it's a good wise. Man. I get fucking weird. It's like that. I big water fucking freaks me the fuck out, man. <laughs> Seriously, man. I lose eyesight of that fucking lamp. It's weird because it's like the opposite of being like claustrophobic. You know what I mean? You're in the wide open. There's nothing holding you in. But you know there's just nowhere to fucking go. 
You know, something goes wrong. They're just fucking nowhere to go. I'm not being smothered. They're just fucking nowhere to go. I know I ain't making it to land. I'm fucking chum food. If I fucking hang out here, I just, yeah, I just, yeah, I bug right the fuck out. I'm good as long as I can see some shore. But once that shore fades, I'm fucking, ooh, I get antsy like a motherfucker, man. I do not like that shit at all. At all. I love it. You know, I, it's, it's, it's a, it's not for everyone. That's for sure. But it's a, it's a liberating experience. Makes you appreciate. uh, It makes you appreciate soil. (laughs) (laughs) So is it like a solid, more of a solid two thing? Or is it like you were, like you said, you born, were you born on an island? So do you think that being surrounded by water all the time isn't, you know, relates directly to being out on the in the sea there, you're just like, I'm just used to being surrounded by water. Well, yeah, I mean, perhaps I've never really given it that much thought just because I've 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 never had a problem with being on the water, you know. Like, I mean, my family goes back fishing uh as long as we have been here stealing our stealing land. Like my people were the first people to steal the land. Like they came over on the Mayflower, you know? So we've been, we've been doing some type of fishing ever since then. Um, but, uh, so maybe it's in my blood, you know, uh, my family actually made the first America's cups boats, uh, back when it first started back in, 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 uh, before it was the America's cup, obviously, but, um, so some sort of water, stuff has always been in my family so maybe it's it's just through that hey johnny how's it going hey good ted bob you're killing me i'm sorry <laughs> i fell out oh. of my chair three times tonight damn it oh man bad you weren't on live i think i pulled a muscle in my back i was laughing so hard it's a good thing you have that nice big bushy beard to land on saved my chin i almost hit the desk yeah see kind of bounce yeah. back up I got to say, that did save my chin. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Cheddar Bob. Did I, see, uh, tonight. did I see Green 13 on here, too? He is. He's still setting up, I believe. Big Green 13. I had to come on here and smoke with y'all before the night it was over. It was a I great show. I think as long as I was had some cannabis, you should be able to track me by satellite. Almost through the smoke signal, I would leave just from the non-stop. I, as soon as I left land and couldn't see it anymore, you should be able to track me from the fucking yeah, the smoke stack. I'm leaving and shit. Well, I can fucking. I, can I don't like the, uh... this. I can see the <laughs> cannabis pheromones emitting from behind you. Yeah. <laughs> the type of dog we've bought is the type of dog that likes to run away occasionally. It'll get a scent of a deer and it'll be off. So anyway, we, me and my wife are talking about this now because the dog's nose is starting to come in. And I said, you know what, babe? I need to start carrying an extra joint wherever we go. I don't mind if the dog runs off. I just don't want to have to go home and skin up a joint and come back and look for the dog, you know? 
So it's running away a little bit, huh? Not yet. We just know that's what's going to happen. What do you have, a husky? No, we've got uh, an Italian pointer. So uh, it's a hound dog. And it it want to chase its nose, really. We just got a Boston Terrier. Okay. Yeah, they're they're cool little dogs. I'm I'm more of a boxer guy. I've always had boxers, but uh, you know my it was on the list. Wa- boxer was on the list. Yeah, it was because it's that yeah. big, friendly, lovely family type of a dog, right? They are. They're they're yeah. they're so fun. But a uh, uh, Boston Terrier, I'm finding out, is really really like just a small boxer. They're so fun and loving and like highly, highly intelligent. And then they stand there with their, you know, they're like, what's up? You know, that bow-legged, chest out, kind of like boxer, (laughs) work dog sort of thing. They're like, but they're so small. They kind of like remind me of myself in a way. You know, I'm I'm average height uh, for a woman, but, you know, (laughs) it's like, you know, so... My, my bark is big. They're pretty high strung little dogs, aren't they? I think my buddy's got one of the Boston Terriers. That dog, man, he fucking jumps like eight foot high and the thing's like eight inches tall, dude. Like he ain't yeah. tall, but he just jumps like mad. And he'll sit there just boom, boom, boom. He won't stop at all. He won't stop. Play tug yeah. of water, he won't stop. And they don't? They don't like, uh, you know how some dogs like on the on the videos when they do the wee, you know, when they jump and their legs like come up like this, okay. like they don't do that. They just jump and their their legs hang down. So they look like these like weird little like spider things in midair, you know, like, <laughs> like you're talking about when they jump like a lamb. My dog's incredible. Yeah, like, like she, from a standing start, she can be like, boing, I'm on the bed. It's like, yeah. why did you make that much effort? You could have just stepped up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally agree with that. Brad Terrier that had that body structure, and that was the same thing, man. That dog was happy as hell, loved its home. But, man, you open that door, and it would just fucking... Shoo! You just you'd be like you didn't even know what he was going after, man. He always came back, man. You just see him like fucking five minutes later in a whole nother direction. Shoo! You'd be like, what in the fuck is he chasing? <laughs> you know, like a half hour later he'd come back. All oh, but man, same thing <laughs> had that like w- wide run. You know what I mean? To where it kind of looked like a spider fucking running at you. Didn't break it though. Ah, coffee cup. Didn't break. It's a much stronger oh, piece of glass. That's a good. That's a good thing to know right there. That's a good promotion right there. That is a good promotion right there. I am. I gotta win one of those. So now you gotta like <laughs> Photoshop it and do another one of it. Like, you know, when you knock it off, it looks like it's falling from the Empire State Building. And then like you, you gotta have Bingus do that. And so when it lands, you know. Hey Eagle, the guy the guy the did bones, uh man. yeah, the guy that put that on there, you could use that as a uh promotion for his uh cup. Look how strong you know. I gotta see that cat tomorrow, man. I'm gonna give him some props on that shit. 
right. Be like, yo, I chip my floor with your fucking mug, man. You owe me some money. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. I got a chuck hole on my concrete floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So smiley. If I if I put two different males that are flowering in with the female, that won't cause any issues. I mean, I know she's going to be a little worn out afterwards and everything, but there'll be no issues with that. No, she's just a little trashy. That's it. Okay. All right. So I I was told that there's a possibility that you doesn't make her. He didn't even flinch. Did you know it? He didn't even flinch. He was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Like, okay. Anyway, what were you saying? Okay. What do you mean Hermes from that? Why would you get Hermes from having two males? Well, I don't know. Some somebody had mentioned that if you put more than one strain in with another plant, it could be. Overpowering Johnny would be wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily know what the next generation like in that in that next generation say you had two different males that you were using (coughs) from two different lines and you had the one girl you wouldn't when you go to pop them seeds you don't know if it's going to be the cross that was with the one male so so it it would it would be an F A one. And an FA2? Yeah, it's like a who's your daddy. <laughs> yeah, it would. I mean, you wouldn't really know the lineage. You'd have to grow it out, kind of see how they grew and, and all that. But I mean, that's the reason that. Yeah, you don't know who, who pollinated. Just, it would be a whole uh, cannabis Moripovic okay. show. Oh, oh believe, we don't want to yeah, go there. I was going to say but, more cheddar, Bob. I believe there's an F1, there's an S1, and there's what, a JS. One and that—that's what you're a Jerry Springer a one. Jerry Springer one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Love that. I was Jerry. Jerry. Maury always seemed more authentic and less like he paid the guests. He seemed more empathetic and like less pushy. Jerry was just looking for the goddamn fights. Yes, he was provoking. Maury, Maury wanted to heal people. So, so uh, on the other subject, if I put two of the same strain, two males of the same strain, in with one female, same thing, a different one, same thing. You're gonna get a wider expression of the genetics. Okay, that's okay. So here we go, uh, Johnny. I bang your girlfriend and Smiley no, bangs I, your I, girlfriend. I totally understand that, <laughs> you know, my brother and I, you know, are different, even though we came from the same mother and everything. But no, I understand that. I was just, I just wanted to have a deeper understanding of what <laughs> yeah, would happen yeah. if I did then, that. So then that would, more then that, hits that, that, then that would be me banging your girlfriend. But it, Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> deeper yeah. understanding. Right. <laughs> I just see this OG Kush sitting in a Jerry Springer's fucking seat, pollen sacks all over, going, I don't know what happened. Jerry is dark. I don't know who the fucking father was. Female, a female haze going. 
His last name was Barry. <laughs> Female Hayes going, oh, he's such a stud. But it was it's funny, isn't brother. it? How do you know? You used to watch Jerry and think how low the world had got. But honestly, it wasn't anywhere near the bottom. It was nowhere near the bottom. <laughs> Jerry Springer's like, that's daytime. That's just regular now. That's That can't even yeah, get viewers, probably. Yeah, I thought it was crazy <laughs> until I had my first girlfriend after I moved out of the house. And you lived it out right there in your living room. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, like, oh, this, this stuff actually happens. Holy cow, people actually freak out about things like that. Don't bring uh, your girlfriend over here again. She's trouble. Yeah. yeah. Bob, that was my first girlfriend after the divorce. It was like, holy fuck, I didn't know they came this fucking crazy. Almost makes you want to go back to the ex. Like, okay, okay, I know. I get I'm it. Sorry. Yeah. Please. The universe showed me. <laughs> It definitely did, man. I got I did. I will say that uh, it kind of settled me down. I was like, all right, touche. I do realize I probably didn't have it as bad as I thought to begin with. But you probably did. But you probably did. Well, <laughs> no, but, but still, no. But but it wasn't as bad but, as. Yeah. It can get worse. You're getting a little wiser. Yeah. You're friends still, aren't you, Smiley? Yeah, 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 yeah. She you, you, you grow you you grow your veg at her house. You've got to keep her sweet. Yeah, no, it's just better that way. Yeah, it's just better. I, don't know. I think yeah. I, yeah, better for the kids. That point, you get like five years in, and you're just kind of like, you know, it's just easier not to fucking argue about everything. <laughs> like just. Just know that we got to make it work, and it's got to fucking still figure it out. Sorry, what's that you're saying? I'm 30 years in, and you're saying, don't do what? I didn't understand. Don't argue? Discuss. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I'm joking. 25, 30 years old, arguing is just like stretching, isn't it? This is... Starting the day, like, one, two, three, let's get it out of the way and go. <laughs> All right, it's time for our argue sesh. Come on, baby, let's do it. It's better looking than you, Bob. It's better looking than you, Bob. Oh, shit. Oh, damn it. The avocados. So I'm speaking of avocados in a, in a jokingly manner there. Do the worms go as crazy for avocados as that girl in the Mexican avocados commercial? <laughs> Fucking, have you seen those commercials, the avocado commercials, where the guy is sitting there with the fucking, it's basically a fucking uh, T-shirt cannon, and he's shooting them out. There's people, like, running for them. And then fucking there's the, the, he's sitting there talking to a lady. So like the trainer and she's sitting there walking a dog and he's fucking launching them out for all these fit people who are running off for him. And fuck, oh, I got to play it. I, I've got to fucking play it. <laughs> all right. 
fucking she fucking so he shoots one off and the guy takes off and it cuts back to the guy shooting him and this fucking lady's just running as crazy as shit after this avocado so the question was do worms go as crazy for avocados as this chick in the video or in the commercial so i guess i I hear that worms go pretty crazy over avocados they kind of fangirl out on them they almost, kind of fangirl out on him. As much as Cheddar Bob does. Almost <laughs> as much as Cheddar Bob does. The avocado oh, thing, that's not really the greatest thing in the I'm world. I'm poking him and he's, at the, he's running to the bathroom. <laughs> it's not even there. Yeah, the avocados work cool, man. They do. It's, it's, nah, you don't need to be doing that, really. What? Eat the avocado. Give the worm something else. That's you know. I like the avocado because it attracts them all together. That's the purpose I like for it. So anytime I was using it, it was under the mindset that I was multiplying my worms, not necessarily feeding the plant. But I knew it, I knew avocado is a superfood and fed the soil. But yeah. But they mess- really. I really do think, though, that they will just end up... Um, did you wash your hands? Just, I think they'll end up um, oh, making their own... Shirt off now. Fucking <laughs> avocados. He's like, what? Right. what? What I mean? Here we go, guys. Hats on. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Fucking like, fight wow. time. You wanted to see the disagreement, Cedric? Here we go. <laughs> so smiley. What? The, the container will... The, the worms will um, look after their own population. So even if you bring them all together and get them to mate, they'll just they'll just let the ones die or not have any more children until the container's correct anyway. So, yeah. So, Smiley, the question was, here's the commercial. I don't think I'll get in too much trouble for this. Do worms get as excited for avocados as this chick here? Oh, this isn't even the one. Right here. Are worms that happy for avocados or fucking is it just that lady right? No, it's just Cheddar Bob. Cheddar Bob's the only one that happy for him. That was what you missed, hey, Cheddar she- Bob. <laughs> we go uh, deep when you're she- not here, bro. <laughs> I see, I see what happens when I'm not around. It's uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, we get yeah, all scientific, yeah, gets, mate. <laughs> yeah, we we start sliding sideways. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I will say this about avocado. Um, the avocado is simply a carrier for the process of minimal use of amendments, basically. Um, that's, that's it. You know, you, you don't have to use avocado. Some people call them blood avocado, blood cados. They're controlled by the cartels. They, push indigenous people off lands, blah, blah, you know, yes, some of that is true, but you know, my, uh, my nine avocados a year I use for avocado tech 
pale in those comparisons to the tons of sugar used in uh, other organic practices, you know, so. No, no, but back to your statement about you can use less amendments. How does that work? How does the avocado help with that? So it's more of a focal nutrient, organic nutrient spike, if you will. Uh, it's, it's making, it's making for, I guess you say like a lazy root system where the root system doesn't have to travel as far to find as much food. So, whereas though I use like a tablespoon of craft blend, uh, per avocado, um, you know, to cover my entire bed with craft blend, I would use, uh, an exceptional amount more. So, you know, monetarily, it it's also beneficial. So, um, does, if the, does that make sense? I, I use I use less top dress than I would if I were to top dress the bed, and that's the only way I feed my my beds is through the avocado tech. You still got less nutrients there. That's what you still, still have. One you would still have less nutrients there. That's all. I'm not following. Well, everything's, but I don't have less nutrients because because added a teaspoon across the whole bed. You only have a teaspoon there, or a tablespoon, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You didn't. You just added less. I could add less to a top dress too. Are you saying it's more available or some such? Am I saying it's more available? Yeah. Uh, I believe it is more available after the worms have passed it through their system. I always thought that the nutrient load that the soil needs for the plant to grow, right? And if, I, I'm sorry, Smiley, I couldn't hear you. Sorry. Sorry, is my mic not working? I just, no, I just no, don't it's think too it was far away from your face. Yeah, I don't think it was close enough. There's a certain nutrient load that a plant needs to, to live and do its full functions. And that nutrient yep. load doesn't change just because we put an avocado in there. That's what no, ab absolutely. It does not. But what does change is the amendment mixture that you're mixing in. Now, yes, if you're only putting a tablespoon in, I guess there's only a tablespoon available. Um, but as of yet, I haven't run into those not being available or enough um, of a product for the plant to not to react poorly. You know what I mean? I haven't I haven't had any deficiency issues. Um, and so and still would need to meet the nutrient load that the plant needs so just saying that you add a tablespoon doesn't necessarily mean that you met the nutrient load of that you know what i'm saying that's what i'm getting at well i mean so how how do you measure under putting it in one spot you'd still have to have enough nutrient load there to to be able to sustain the plant's life you know what i mean and i i guess a tablespoon is hitting that i mean i i put more i put other more. stuff I put other stuff in it, you know, not just a craft blend, but whether you, it would be the same though, whether you top dressed it or put it in an avocado, it wouldn't change. Just the amount would be the same minus maybe the nutrients that are coming from the avocado, but the nutrient that you're putting in would have to be the same amount to sustain the plant. You can't just put less in because it's in an avocado. That's what I'm getting at. You would be. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Cause I'm not, I'm, so I'm not top dressing the whole bed. That's, I'm, 
and I understand your point about nutrient right. load. Like you need wow. a certain amount. Um, but over, you know, I don't think the plant necessarily uses everything that's in the avocado. You know, it takes, it takes what it needs when it needs it. That's the whole process of the living soil. So as long as you're reintroducing things through the avocado, you know, and, and you started off with a soil, which has stuff in it anyways, you know, you're, it's more of a, a subtle reamending. you know, it's not just a, a blast. It's a, it's a steady, a steady build, a cumulative, cumulative build, if you will. Cheers, everybody. It's a 420. I always kind of thought the the point behind the fucking av- avocado tech wasn't necessarily, holy fuck, uh, wasn't necessarily the nutrients you were going to draw off of the from the, the avocado, but it was more of like a worm breeding thing. You know, they were getting up under the avocado, sliming, gathering up, rubbing against each other and making other worms. I thought that was the main benefit of the avocado tech, not necessarily, you know, the discharge into the castings. That is slime together. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly a benefit. And, and, you know, like, this is all theoretical. You know, there's, there's, there's no science. Like, this is something Blue, Blue worked off of Brian's sort of avocado thing and started avid, adding... Uh, amendments and playing around with different things so the intention of it was to basically think of how a fruit tree drops its fruit you know and then that goes back into the soil um and gives those nutrients that it took to grow that fruit kind of back into the soil so that's where that that (laughs) It was originally supposed to be fruit fruit drop theory. Uh, Blue happened to use an avocado, and and it just it people took it and and ran with it. So, you know, it's it's more about reintroducing the the original building blocks of of life into the soil: the microbes, the enzymes, the bacterias, the fungal cultures, all of that sort of stuff. It's not like a one point um fertilization method you know it, it, it's like it's expansive well seemed like then like an apple drop or a, more of a fruit drop theory like you're talking about would be more relying on you know more funguses and back bacterias and whatnot more of a rotting process versus yep. you know a worm tech you know what i mean yeah, Something like that composting theory. Yep, and, into and, the soil and more or less. Absolutely, and that was <laughs> that was the intended purpose of it was to try and cut out steps for this cannabis growing process in living soil, because, uh, like Blue says, we don't want uh, Blue and I don't want this growing to control our lives and control our schedule. You know, we want it to be able to almost do its own thing everything it does right in this bed right here so if we can if we can take that step from feeding the worms in a uh like in a in a worm casting bin and uh take that step out of it put the worms in the bin and just compost 
inside the bin, then, you know, that's taking a step out of it. Now, if we can add in the uh, specific nutrients per cycle that will be available when the plant wants it and needs it, um, you know, that's, that's cutting another step out of continuously top dressing or adding in a bunch of different stuff a whole bunch of times. So, so you're basically kind of saying that the, the, the avocado is a basically a nutrient available, you know, to the plant as it just enters the soil, not much of a breakdown, kind of like a bunny shit would be or no. fucking something like that. It doesn't take much. Nope. It just, as soon as it gets in there, it's available. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying once it's broken down by the worms, it's a timing process. So like if you, for a, for a pre-bloom uh, veg, uh, pre-boom pod, you would put that down about two weeks before you flip uh, your plants so that that avocado has been broken down by in the mixture of the avocado or whatever you've put in it, whether it being white bean paste or quinoa or tempeh or tofu or whatever you choose as the medium. Um, in a couple weeks time, what once you flip those nutrients are and should be available to the plant so and and again this is all theoretical you know this is this is just something like we're playing with you know there's no recipe there's no like written documents so, there's no peered review science no and i'm not arguing again, that works, dude. i think it works i like avocado i think they work for the function of attracting the worms I don't think it works for all the other stuff that you're talking about. I just think that that happens otherwise. And, and I don't and, think you get more use, more miles per gallon, so to speak, out of the nutrients you put in because they were in an avocado. I don't think that's necessarily true either. You know? No, no. And, and I, I guess maybe some miscommunication because that's so the avocado has only it basically only adds in some magnesium, some, pot some potassium, amino acids, um and carbs you know that's yeah, that's avocado's a superfood it adds right right and that's and so all of that stuff is available that's that's why blue used the avocado right yeah because it has all those natural things in it that plants and microbes and the bacterias all crave you know that they they break down and turn into food for the plant so what he did was boost that more uh with the addition of amendments and whatever else you decide to put in there. It's, it's not meant to feed the whole plant, like everything it needs. If that makes sense, it's meant to just be there for a subsidy to, uh, to help everything it does on the secondary, as far as worm population and um, micro break that break downage and uh, populations and stuff like that. That's all a bonus. So, oh, you're, just talking, for you, you're just talking about composting on site, cold yeah. composting on site. In, it's as simple in, as that. In it's container just, composting. Yeah, and, 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 and it's just an input. It's just not, nothing more than anything else you're sticking in there, really. So it doesn't need to be any harder or easier than that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I have noticed. Sorry, Johnny. Oh, that's okay. I blew it right out my head, man. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. There is something I did want to ask, though, Cheddar Bob. Have you have you noticed, like, if you cut the avocado in half, is the seed portion important to that? Because I noticed when I just straight cut them in half, 
because I thought I'll get one avocado and I got individual pots. I'll put one in each pot. The pot that I that didn't have the seed in it, the worms didn't respond to it hardly at all. The pot that had the seed in it was the game on usual thing I expected to see. And I don't know uh, if you know. So I I haven't used the seed in mine, and I haven't I haven't run across any problems with worms not being attracted to it. Okay. Uh, I do know that blue will actually sometimes like uh, chop up the seed and reintroduce it into into the mix because it's full of those That's enzymes cool. and all those and all that kind of stuff. Sort of like uh, making a, a ferment out of acorns, you know. It's that that's you know basically what we're we're doing is just reintroducing the building blocks that the that the tree gave to the earth, you know? Okay. That's... Cheddar Bob, I got another question that just came up in my head just now. You said acorns. If yeah. a person has an acorn tree and it drops a lot of acorns. You mean a maple tree? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So anyways, um, you're trying to throw me off again, damn it. Stop that. <laughs> All right. So if it so, drops. Okay. Yes. All right. So what can you do with all that fruit? Can you utilize that for your plants? I mean, yes. Yes. What's yes. the best way to uh break it down to be used? Um, I would say crushing Put it in a in a chipper or no, I would say any sort of like maybe soak them and then and then chop them up or put them in a blender or something a Cuisinart or something like that a Roboku and then and then soak them and ex make a ferment out of them. But okay, well, I, again, I'm not a actually. Guy. That's the quickest way. The best way is to butt out and let nature do it. But the quickest way might be to grind it down. Yeah. Well, if you don't, if if you don't remove those from the land. It ends up being a bunch of other trees, eventually. Right. So you gotta yeah. get so, rid of them. So. so there was this uh, this gentleman I can't remember his name on the Future Cannabis Project, and he was talking about using acorns that had, the nice green ones that had just fallen, the nice fresh ones, because those are right. ones that hold those hormones and enzymes and stuff that are really important for the building blocks of of life for the yeah. For the tree and the seed itself so that's when you want to get them and they're not necessarily they don't have that super hard hard shell you know they have that softer softer green shells so those are the ones that you want not the older super hard ones but okay. again i'm not a knf guy i don't do ferments i don't do ohns and and stuff like that that's that's not that's i I'm not a schedule guy. That's not how I grow. I'm an intuitive grower that, you know, makes lots of mistakes and has success sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I told him, I think we had to, you ought to just crush him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and I mean, anything you can do to, to get that sort of that inside film out. inside the skin, you know, to, to get that to release any of its sort of stuff. Yeah. And then and then soak them to ferment, basically. Yep. Yep. Okay. Or you you know, I think the guy even said that he he mixes them, he makes like a powder or a paste or something like that. 
And, oh, he dehydrates them. Uh, I, I don't quite remember. You'd have to go back and I, hash bro or something like that. I can't, I can't remember the guy's name, but okay. yeah, he was doing cool things just, and he was like, yeah, man, I'll just walk through nature and pick stuff up that is like freshly new growth, collect a whole bunch of it and make a ferment out of it, you know? So he was talking about acorns and grasses and different herbs and stuff like that. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah, that sounds like very chocolate and caramel on black coffee should almost be illegal. <laughs> Especially at sounds good, man. What, time, sounds what good. time is it? Like three three thirty in the morning there? Four thirty. Four thirty. Whoa. It's What's on your work schedule illegal? That means it's five thirty here. Holy shit. I told Mum be there about eleven. Go ahead and get shit set up. So I get an hour more of the show now. We've gone to British summertime. Yeah, so the whole avocado tech thing, like blue explains it far better than I do. I'm, I'm not an explanation guy. I'm an idea guy. If you, you ask me to explain something, I'm going to fuck it up and make you think I'm stupid, you know, but um, blues, blues, the guy that can, that can tell you all of this stuff about avocado tech. And okay. um, I got my question back again. Let's jump on and live with them or something. When so you're Johnny, talking about the avocado tech and you put the other stuff within it, I'm not going to let you do that. And then when you mix that shit up and get you get it smooth, right? You smooth it up. Is that what you guys do? Paste it? Yep. Okay. Does that actually act as a vehicle for them to consume it quicker? Um I I would assume so. I mean because uh, it's all mixed it together. Me? Just surface area means the enzymes and the worms and all that. Just surface area. I guess so, yeah, would be the answer. Yeah. But actually, also, they're partly doing it just so they can mix the avocado with the nutrient stuff. Yeah, but, but I would yeah. think it would yeah, it will. together quicker. Yeah. You know, it just seems like a good vehicle. That's what I'm thinking. It, you know, it is a good vehicle. As, and you know what? Yeah. Don't for, for, for those people who think avocados are destroying the world, don't blue actually isn't using avocados anymore. He's using just the shells. He's collecting them after his family eats them and uh, from friends. And he's filling them with things like white bean paste and tempeh because tempeh is like high in soy, which is, you know, good, good for phosphorus and stuff like that. So there's tons of other vehicles that are superfoods and stuff like that, that you can use if you're worried about, Avocados destroying the world. So uh, just soy is, soy is great nah, for uptake. Yeah, it is. It's been, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Biofoss, you know, anything with soy in it, pound it to it for uh, before you flip and uh, through flour up until like week five or six. Pound doesn't it. soy if 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 you feed a lot of soy to your plant, won't that cause it to herm? I haven't had any issues with that. 
That's a joke. I, I know it'll I know I know it'll grow <laughs> it'll grow tits. Ooh, I only just got it. Oh, it's way slow, yeah. Because it has so much estrogen in it. I'm sorry, that oh, was pretty it's deep. Slight, it's a slight I won't explain it. That was a little deeper than it should have been. Sorry. Well, it is the wormhole, you know. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I um yeah, I'm back using loads of non-GM soy. Did we lose it's Smiley? Ex- it's expensive. No, I'm here. What's no? up? Oh, the- oh you were you're, here- you were replaced. There you here- are. He sometimes gets real still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a friend called I got a friend called Happy, and obviously we've got Smiley. My wife said to me, she said, it's a lot of pressure, isn't it? And it's like Smiley just smiles all the time. It's clearly no pressure, but it is really in it. If you call Happy, like Fucking cheer up, happy Jesus Christ! You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, what's the frown, happy? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same with Smiley, as she said. It's a lot of pressure. It's good pressure, though. Good pressure. Ready to hit hot fires? One always on me. It's like smile, smile, smile. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed Smiley does have somewhat of a poker face, though. I've noticed. I tell. And Smiley's poker, cannabis poker face. It's the, it's the goatee. It hides his bottom lip. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because you could tell Smiley from, I've got a question to ask Smiley. Because I got a question to ask Smiley. You can tell the, the Smiley goes kind of serious. It's still smiling. Edges are up. But you can, there's that drag off the, the, the joint that says, I've got a question. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah, tell but, by that draw. That, that, that actual, I've got a question, isn't even, I've got a question. It's more like, I'm not buying what you're saying. Yeah, that's a better, yeah, better read of that look. Yeah, it's like you're gonna have to explain it right that there. further. <laughs> let me take a layer <laughs> off this onion here. There. Yeah, let me take a layer off that onion. It's like I'm just gonna make. I'm just gonna let you make yourself look stupid. No, not at all. No. Man. I just want to like. I just like to understand it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't know. I'm not out trying to make people look stupid or nothing. No, I'm just. I'm just playing, man. I'm yeah, just playing. it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's just like so many things just get said about certain, like, like humic acids, for example. I'm just gonna use that as a topic because it was brought up on the last. Why are you picking on humic acid, man? I'm oh, not picking ahead. on it, but I'm just saying, like, people will say something about it, not realizing that humic acids are not one particular particular thing; they're fractions of things, and and then depending on how you get it is depending on what molecular weight you got and how they fractioned it off and what ph it was fractioned off so it's not just like i don't know it's one, not, it's, it's hey, not just one and it's gonna work like this magic that we got going on or whatever you know what i mean it, there's such a variable to it that it's it's not all consistent it's not like a consistent thing it's that's kind of been my understanding of it i guess so there's the black stuff is not necessarily what you want exactly. It should be kind of a brownish color. Is the more I've learned about it, 
in the, in the water. And that's a way to tell if it's actually going to be a more soluble kind of thing. But, but to, the point was like, we just breeze by with all these benefits, right? Like, like fucking recharge, for example, I'm not trying to say, but, but you get my point recharge. Everybody's got these magical fucking things. They say that recharge does, it doesn't do half the fucking magical shit that everybody says it does. And, it, and it's like, I don't Advertising. know why all these things get perpetuated. That's all, that's my whole thing. Like, why do we got to perpetuate the stupidity? Why do we got to tell new growers just add fucking recharge? Like that's the most of it sugar like, that blows my fucking mind half the time. Yeah. It's like, don't add fucking recharge once a week. That's not what you fucking do. Like, it's not, that's not a living soil. That's not a fucking, I don't know. Sorry, but that, that's what gets me about some of that shit. Like, Let's peel it back a little bit and let's explain why. You know what I mean? What in recharge fucking works? Why yep. Why do I want to add recharge? And then when you peel that back a little more, you realize, well, fuck, it's just this and this. It's sugar water. Like, Why is it working? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's kelp and sugar water. Like, what do I fucking, you know? And then you start realizing more about it. And you're like, well, fuck, I don't even have half the biology that I need for a living soil. It doesn't even have a one one thousandth of a millionth of the fucking biology. And I've heard people be like, oh, I add recharge once a week. I got a living soil. And it's like, dude, you don't that it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you just go, oh, stop yeah. it, Scotty. Stop it, please. <laughs> like, stop the stupidity. So stop. it's it, it's sort of that old saying, you know, yeah, but it's like it's it's that old saying show. Give a man a fish, you know give him give him the answer and he's he's just gonna have the answer if you teach him how to fish if you teach him why it's the answer his his knowledge grows and now he can take that and 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 play with it switch it um mold it use it to adapt to his sort of stuff you know compost and recharge have like nothing to do with each other absolutely i'm sorry i'm responding to chat that's like totally <laughs> opposite sorry. i know i was like i was like whoa am i tripping did i did i say something about compost like, holy no, shit sorry no chat so, is full of humic and yeah chat is rolling in the instance of like recharge they sell it with like the shit on the label you know it is it's gonna fix everything but like in the case of recharge and microbes and stuff the sugars are there to recharge the microbes but don't the microbes necessarily have to be there be there and somewhat healthy for them to recharge with the you know the sugar boost and the, the rest of the shit that's in there you know what i mean you can't necessarily because the sugars are in there and the kelps in there necessarily mean it's gonna be bam you know what i mean readily uptakeable you got to have somewhat of a working system in there to begin with for it to be you know recharged and uptook right honestly it's a biostimulant be totally blunt and I'm honest it's a fucking biostimulant that you're adding to the soil there's all you're doing is stimulating whatever biology is there and it's I don't know how else to explain it you can do the same fucking thing with molasses yourself for a lot cheaper yeah. you can a lot cheaper and a lot more local and you can do it if you want I get it that's cool DGC all the way whatever but it's not mm. compost and I'm not going to be lying I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that it is 
And other people will lie to you and tell you that it is. It is not the same as quality compost, not even close. Man, I quality wish I could compost. see chat. I, I don't know. I didn't mean to be blunt, but it's like... No, it's it the absolute it fact. And actually, quite a lot of the products toted. I mean, look. Yeah. And I like Scotty. I like all them guys. I like that they do the show, and I'm not trying to diss any of that, but I'm just saying it's not all the shit that people have told it to be. It's just not. And peeling stuff back is good. Like, that's why we learn, right? Like, I'm not trying to sell my product. I'm trying to just fucking get down to the truth, right? Like, why? So I'm not really advocating for this or that. I'm not saying don't get it. And there are, you know, I have a bag of fucking recharge. I have a bag. You know what I mean? Like, who doesn't, right? Like, I don't know. I have a bag of recharge that I've used once in a year. I haven't used it in six months. My plants are healthier than they've ever been. So I don't know. Some of that shit you just kind of like, like you say, you know, I don't know. Have you ever tried your, um, your same amendments, Cheddar Bob, without the avocado? Uh, this run, I am actually. I actually, for the first time in three and a half years, just top dress this this bed here, um, and I'm not going to run avocado tech in it just to see um, what differences there are. It's good. Yeah. 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 And then in a new bed, like there's you know, I mean, in a new bed, there's no reason to run avocado tech. There's no you know. Because it's a, it's redundancy, you know. You're just adding in uh, things that are that are already there and plentiful, bountiful for the plant to be ta- uptaking, anyways. So it's it's like a a waste, basically. I don't feel like it's a waste. I, I subscribe oh, I to it, what you're saying. I know. I it think you like I think it. you're banking. Let's call it banking. It's a bit millionaire bed, a bit millionaire soil. Let's you know. Let's bank some for later. The plant can have it when it needs it. Yeah. It's a waste of money. I want to say, isn't there a law of return of like 40% or something? I'm trying to think in my head of what that is. In the well, act. that's the worm castings thing, isn't it? Well, I'm just thinking like when you're trying to re-amend, I'm in the same boat, man. Like I try to like... I found after two runs, the third run is when I start seeing shit get wonky in the soil. If I'm not addressing it, you know, and I, that's even me trying to top dress, you know what I mean? It's just, you're guessing when you top dress, you don't know what the plants took. And there's a lot of guys that say that I just came to this realization because I had wonky issues. I had my soil tested shits way out the fucking lunch. The recommendations I got to get it back in line are way the fuck different than what I would have personally been doing. So, like, my brain just went fucking bluge on what works and what shouldn't and what should be. You know what I mean? As far as, like, it's a whole different ballgame from when you're building a soil and running it once and reusing it to if you're going to try to perpetually reuse that. And I think that's where yeah like it gets really difficult once you get up into the numerous amount of runs unless you're really trying to be proactive at what you're actually adding in top dressing you're gonna run into certain imbalances is my opinion of it but i don't know i just ran i just ran run three i've just started run four and it's almost like i rebuilt the bed i'm talking about there was six inch drop in 
the amount of carbon that's gone out of it. It's absolutely shocking. And it's like, like you said, I feel like I was re-amending it. I was neglecting the shit out of it. I just, yeah. I've just piled stuff back in there now. I'm now confident and I'm seeing the best results ever. But honestly, it was shocking that those three runs really bled that thing dry. You know, it felt nutritionless. So, uh, yeah, I've had to go pretty mad. Yeah, I'm the on. Soil, the soil on. didn't feel good, you said? Is that what you were saying? Was, the results I was getting, the plants were not getting the nutrition they needed. Yeah. I wasn't getting the results with the flower. It, it, it had dropped significantly from run one, two, and three. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on run. This is either, this is either 10 or 11. Uh, so, and I, this is the first time I've re-amended. I haven't seen a significant drop off on quality of flower, but then again, I also run different cultivars. I don't run the same thing back to back to back to back. So, um, how many avocados do you add every run? Uh, so I do it three times a cycle, once in veg, once in pre-bloom, and once in flower. So you're at and a I'll, cycle, so that's 36 avocados you put in there, and you just said you didn't re-amend at all. In three and a half years. Right, but that's still like 36 times you mixed the avocado. That's a re-amend. That's what I'm getting at. Top dress. Or top dress. Avocado. Top dress. Top dressing reamend, a true, a true reamend, you know, covering, covering, layering, covering with compost, mulch, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. it seems to have, it seems to have sustained the soil well enough to feed it, to feed the plants through 10, 11 cycles. Yeah. So, Smiley there, if you're going through, you know, if you're planning on a bed, long-term planning of a use of a bed, can you, you know, start off with making sure you've got, you know, a good amount of, like, say, rock, rock dust, shit like that, that will break down eventually into your micronutrients and shit like that. And anything on top of that, it's basically, you're right, you know. We've learned throughout history, you know, crops can deplete, you know, multiple runs, you know, that's what we've learned through crop rotation and farming. You know what I mean? One's going to fucking deplete the soil. One, you got to mix up and put something else there that doesn't, it helps balance things out. But in cannabis, you know, we've got a basic idea of the things that it takes and can we put back with that, you know, necessarily with, you know, uh, cover crops. You know, shit like that, clovers, nitrogens, put things back that way long term. You know what I mean? Because it's putting, it's pulling back as it's giving in that situation. And it seems like a more natural way to keep things in check while underneath for the macro nurturants, you've got the, the bacteria and fungi breaking down whatever rocks are available in the soil, you know, providing uh, macronutrients and shit like that for long-term shit. I mean, it seems like it would be somewhat easy to sustain without, you know, keep amending and mending, you know, adding and adding just without, you know, using nature's structure, you know. I, I'm just guessing. Just guessing. I, 
I would say possible, but it depends. So like, like Cheddar Bob's talking in a bed, I'm talking in a number 15 pot. You know what I mean? So like my four, I would have four pots where he's got, where he's got one basically. So, I mean, it's a total different scenario there too. I'm not shared root zone. I'm not, there's a lot more things you can do in a bed carrying a cover crop. I mean, for example, like, like what I'm saying, basically, Joshua Steensland's trying to prove wrong. So, I mean, as far as debate goes, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's what, through his second, he's into his second one right now since he's kind of said he's not going to, I mean, he's bringing compost back in. So, he, it's not like he's not re-amending or not doing anything, but, but yeah. He's doing minimal absolute minimal he's trying to do everything in container well yeah and he's trying to can he's trying to use the like anytime he's removing from the plant he's composting that and yep. you know what i mean so yeah i mean i don't know you know is it i don't know he's got a beautiful That's garden true. man it's hard to say you know what i mean like i don't know he does have a beautiful That's garden true. but is it but is it there is a thing here that we don't discuss that much and like and that is really how hard you're pushing your environment and how much you require from your, you know, we'll have a different thing which says that we're happy with our crop. And I'm not saying, uh, look, my shit gets pushed fucking hard on the limit nonstop. And I'm not that surprised that I've drained the soil out. I'm happy to reamend it. It's all been a learning process. My shit is, is pushed hard all the time. So... The plants are asked to transpire and is the difference there i mean seriously between is it organics and living organics in this instance well you know as far as lifespan of the organics i mean and again is it that is you know basically you're trying to scale it down to a smaller pot versus could would it be more beneficial for you to say, fuck these four pots under this light and go up to like a fucking 250 gallon smart pot? You know what I mean? Like a five by five and then stop, you know, pulling things out and amending, but just cutting things off and letting things go and, you know, you know, putting back that way. I mean, then again, with the cover crops and bullshit like that, you know, yep. Is it yep. a self-feeding system at that point? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, man. I mean, those 15-gallon pots are fucking incredibly hard to keep your microbe life consistent. You know, without without consistent and you're gonna you're gonna obviously deplete your soil a lot faster than I am with 175 gallons of soil, you know. So maybe that's why I can get away with adding, you know, just a little bit of stuff to my avocado tech because I already have so much organic matter there and being reintroduced because I do, I do the same thing as Josh. I do put all my mulch back in. I leave my roots. I, I do all that stuff. So it's, it's a very symbiotic circle, you know, whereas you're limiting though, what you're removing from it that way, you know, what's that? You're limiting the amount that you're removing from the, from the bed that way. So like all the material you're cutting off, you're returning back to the bed. So the only thing you're really removing from it is what you've harvested as your flower or the stem. And, and thus, and thus, 
and thus we return to the fruit drop theory. Because oh, you're only taking the fruit. But it's, it's this, yeah. <laughs> I right, mean, you, you don't it, get it all is the, the standard no-till thing, right? It's or the drop, and drop, was... drop and chop. Drop and drop. Yeah. yeah. And when chop and drop. You're amending, you're, you're flipping and exposing the microbes and killing off a lot of shit. You're putting back, but you're starting over in the same process. Am I not right? And you know what I mean? And that seems like there's a, a lot of delay there. You've killed off a lot of your microbes, all the shit that's working. You've amended. Now you're like, okay, everybody, break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking put water on it and everybody starts over to where in the living system there, the big bed never stops. It's always yeah, turning and it's always working. There's when you this know, guy's like, taking a break, this guy's working, you know, like there's there's there it's a it never stops though. I mean the only thing you I don't I don't carry a thick cover crop and but I think it still comes back to what biomass are you removing from the system. You know what I mean? And that's your nutrients that you're pulling out of that system, that nutrient pool. Yes, whatever vegetation grew, you're putting it back to the soil. You're putting it back into that system. You know, in a way, you're returning those. So that's the law of return. And it comes back to that law of return, I think, always. Because if you're going to remove, if you're pulling a plant, you're removing whatever nutrients came up out of that soil to grow that, right? Like, that's the law of return. But if, and I think, what they're saying is that if you return up to four, at least 40%, you should be able to sustain that soil. And that's what I think agricultural they look at too, is uh, leaving like 40% of what biomass was grown gets returned back to the system. You harvest 60%. And that may be where that balance is staying. If you're returning all the, all the stuff you're cutting off, you're only pulling the, the flower, you know what I'm saying? That's your, 60% harvest and you're returning back that 40%, you should stay in that law of return and you should be in balance for extended time. Yeah. Laws are meant to be broken. That one can't be though. It's like one of them. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I don't know, man. It's gotta be. I mean, as, as we, that's the whole thing about science and stuff. Like, Science, true science only disproves you know it doesn't prove anything so laws and and stuff like that are all theories for our eventual intelligence those laws are going to be proven it's a theory but it has been proven though like that you're if you keep removing from a system you're going to deplete that system that's i mean if i if you had a cup of water and i kept taking water out of it it's going to get empty at some point or be really low what if what if it rains well, then you're adding back to the system. <laughs> but that's part of the system, right? Rain, evaporation, water in a cup. I guess. I almost think it's kind of like the alcohol uh, example somebody used the other day. I never really thought about alcohol being able to lose its uh, you know, chemical ability. You know what I mean? Being able to actually deplete itself. To be able to, you know, wash or clean the surface. And there was somebody on the other day. It was like, hell yeah, you can fucking reuse alcohol, and it'll get to a point to where it will no longer pull off anything. You know what I mean? It'll just get depleted. 
it's kind of the same thing with a fucking thing of soil. Eventually, you can reuse and reuse and reuse. It's going to deplete itself sooner or later. I mean, I would think, or just get exhausted from overuse. If you even at that, though, I mean, it like you stated in the beginning, it at what rate are you plating this and building up on that? I mean, 40% of what? 40% of everything, 40% of everything, 40% of everything, 40% of everything. Eventually, you know, something's going to fucking stack up. You know, it is the plant's not taking it all in equal balance all the time. Right. I understand what you're saying, yeah. It's it's all it's interesting, man. It'll be interesting to see, you know. But I, I love the wormhole. Like but it's super interesting that we're seeing slightly different things because I think what we're seeing is that Smiley and I are saying, actually, you got to put quite a lot back in, and Cheddar Bob saying, well, I've run a long time and I'm not really putting that much back in, and so it's kind of for sure it has hit me like a fucking spade in the face. It is like you need to put more in, a lot more in, so. Yeah, it's cute. But you return a lot back to the soil too, though, don't you, Green 13? Like when you're leaf stalks? I do. Yep. All leaves. I, I've i stopped putting stalks in, if I'm honest, because I wasn't breaking them down far enough and it's just turning into a bit of a mess to deal with that I have to keep removing to put amendments in. So uh, less with stalks. I'm, But I then sometimes put, you know, I put a lot of cover crop in and I put... Um, Sometimes some wood shavings, all sorts of things have been in and out. So, yes, there is carbon going back in. But, I mean, I'm now putting big bales of worm castings or worm compost in. You know, I've just put a lot in, like uh, like 100 litres in some of the beds. Sorry, litres. But yeah, He's chunks. To add that two, two, 40, two 40 bags gallons. full. Two 40, bags. 40 40 gallons. Bags, <laughs> Hundred liters is about forty gallons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys man. just said organics back like fucking three steps. My opinion. Yeah. What was that thing I saw? <laughs> the for the British people were like. The only people in, in America, in North America, that know uh, the metric system are drug dealers. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just want to say this too that n- the nice greasy buds I fucking posted today were completely cocoa and salt. <laughs> Trichome covered. It wasn't even room to see green under the buds. Straight cocoa and salts. Uh- I did assume that was the case. I did assume, because you hadn't said. It was like, this is a cocoa run. But anyway, who's knocking that? No one was ever knocking that, dude. It's just... I know what I'm just saying. I'm just saying here, listening to this argument and stuff. Like I said, you guys... Discussion. Just set it back a a little bit. Thinking, man, I love... Although although Cheddar Bob did take his shirt off when we started, he was like, "All right, avocado tech, what the fuck?" Bring it. I'm not bare chested yet, boys. Not bare chested yet. I'll take you over to the punching bag too. You know, right? I saw I saw Eagles uh, 
heavy bag set up behind him all those shows and i was like god damn it i'm setting mine up too i was gonna set it up in back there so it looked all cool like i actually worked out on it and stuff <laughs> well i like to hit it i like to hit it don't think that thing doesn't get fucking punched you'd be wrong to think that you'd be absolutely wrong to think that for sure <laughs> no that's just me my hands, my hands are, they're soft. Sensitive. Delicate. Oh, you're sensitive. Like, uh, like the guy from, <laughs> like the guy from Zoolander, you know, the hand model. <laughs> that was funny. I was teasing Chad uh, Westport at his first video and he was doing the, what was it, the transplant one? And all you could see was like his hands. And I was like, Chad, Chad's the aspiring hand model. <laughs> <laughs> then the next yeah, video, he had to be in it the next time. Did you notice that? It was like the whole Chad. It wasn't just his hands. <laughs> the, <next time. laughs> the whole the whole Chad. We got to see the glory of his hair. We we didn't have a hanging Chad in there, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, him and him and Huncho the other day, I was like, wow. That Huncho has some beautiful hair too. Yeah, he'd be Tuesday. He's Tuesday. Don't spoil it, I guess. Okay. Oh, was that video smiling? I'll save my commentary then for the for the chat room for Huncho. <laughs> Should I come on with the fucking big old Fabio wig? Oh, a- yeah. It's a- oh my god. Green Dude, you should you should channel. You should totally go downtown and get like the best long weave. Like, oh my god, that would be awesome. Dread showed up with better hair than Honcho to his thing and just just played it totally normal. Because <laughs> I've never seen him. I've never seen Honcho. Well, he's seen you. <laughs> well, well, he would know that I don't have dreadlocks and long dreadlocks or Fabio hair. Oh, yeah, oh man, that's just so funny. That is so funny. Oh man, get a wig though. <laughs> oh man, you know, like I was telling uh, Gus <laughs> earlier, man. I'm telling you, once you have this fucking look right here. Hair does just looks fucking weird on your head. There's, you cannot recover from this. Even if I were like tomorrow to show up with a fucking just a normal hairdo, you guys would for the like a year would look at me like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm just picturing. Ain't right. I'm picturing eagle with like long flowing hair with like a widow's peak, you know, like Johnny Tremaine style, just like. It's like, but he just shaved his head because it was like too much to take care of. He got way too many compliments on his hair. He was just like, fuck this shit. I'm done. Have you you guys watched the program Billions? Like, There's a a lawyer on it. It's the lawyer for the the program. And the dude is such a good uh, character in the first series. And then he shaves his beard off. And he just looks like a child, and you can't take him seriously for the other like four series. It's like there's that dude who shaved his beard off. He looks like a complete twat. 
And it's like, it's like why doesn't someone <laughs> tell him, dude? Grow that shit back. I can't take you seriously. That's like the guy from Shit's Creek. Like me. Yeah. If I shave mine all off, it's bad enough now. Yeah, I mean soon. Summer's coming, man. I need to get I, brown. I, I look like a child, it. a child hobbit if I shave. You you're not gonna keep it going, Green 13? Not gonna get the two, three year one going? I can do this quick so, though, right? This came this came in no time, so we'll do it again next year. We've done this earlier. I Damn, mean, look is, at that. See how different this is? Can you imagine <laughs> now me with a full head so of hair? Right, is there a fucking you know I mean? one? Can, <laughs> I don't think you can get Where's the music? Oh. The, m- the moustache I can do, man. Put your hair on, dude. Where's your, where's your black van, dude? Exactly. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Now you look like a you look like a cop. Yeah, what you need some mirrored shades, dude. Mirrored shades. I do like it. You kind of look like a seventies cop. <laughs> yeah, put, put put those aviator glasses on. Yeah. I wonder, let's see if they've got some. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, they got them. You had some on one. one you, you, you look like Jim Dangle without hair. Oh, I don't think they, I could stack them too. Oh, they don't have like aviators, I don't think. Ooh, uh, hold on. They got something close. Oh, go? I believe that's what they call Reaper Stash. <laughs> Now, now it definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> Blue velvet. <laughs> uh, oh man! It's five o'clock. Fucking a. Five o'clock. Where? Michigan. Everywhere. Now it's not. It was five o'clock then. Here, where you guys are in Michigan? Well, it's two two ten here on the west coast. Let's go see what. Oh, no, it's not six o'clock here. The sun's not up yet. Might have to pop out, though. Shit. I didn't realize it was that late. There they are. Get all yeah. talking about shit. Go what totally are those called? 70s, 60s. <laughs> Go tea. Those don't look good. Hey, put, put your French PR hat on now. <laughs> They're all like lopsided. Every time you turn, they don't. The glasses don't work as good. The mustache, for whatever reason, man, that thing looks real. Yeah. You can pull that off as long as you're not like making a glitch. Yeah. Which one? This one. This one. We need this the uh, we need the dreadlocks one. The filter of the dreadlocks. Then uh, does somebody know? How to- I still like the mustache. <laughs> and we need somebody to screenshot that shit. I feel like I could be on chips or something. <laughs> uh, motorcycle. Uh, there, that, that's the look right there. Motorcycle, seventies motorcycle cop. Chips, fucking hell. Terminator. It is totally chips. 
Tom Selleck. Those were the days, man. Dude, Magnum P.I. I mean, Magnum P.I. Nothing like it. It was more charming television for sure. Right, I'm starting it. I'm getting out of here. Love, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Hey, man. I'm right behind him. I'm you keeping the dash for the show. Eagle. Yeah. Going to do the same. Smiley. Yeah, yeah. Peace, guys. Sorry for yelling at everybody. <laughs> okay. Yeah, stop yelling, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Eagle, always the best time, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. That was a great show tonight. Great mustache. Really Thank like you. that mustache, man. That is nice. Just grew like up. Yeah. Cheddar Bob. Johnny. You take I ain't care, leave, brother. Leaving shit. Eagle's going to have to kick my ass out. I <laughs> <laughs> no, just playing. I'm going to head you out. You Hobbit. Too. <laughs> yeah, right. Got the bouncer stash on and everything, Bob. Don't yeah. make me do it. Don't make me do it. Don't All make right, me love Peace and love always. See you, Johnny. All right, I'm going to head out too. Eagle, a pleasure. Um, again, happy belated birthday on the show. Um, it's always fun. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for popping oh, in, man. You And uh, I'm going to go back through chat. And see who's talking shit to me. So, <laughs> you got that kind of time? No, I'm I got all the time in the world, man. All the time in the world. Have a good night. You're wasting your time. There ain't nothing in there, Bob. Have a good one. <laughs> Cheers, my friend. That does it. Three fifty-eight point five. Let me get my shout-outs list right here. Right here. Oh, man. The fucking mystic background and fucking mustache there. It's tripping me out a little bit, to be honest with you. James Butterson, cheers to you. Everybody else that's hanging out, top four genetics. Gray Sun Grown 207. That's a new one. Cheers to you. Welcome to the show. I put you on the shout outs list because you're a new name and you're participating in chat. Thank you so much for uh, checking out the show. All right, it is that time for the shout outs. Later, Hydro Daily. There's another fucking new name. Uh, cheers. Thank you for checking out the show, too. You're going to miss your shout out. With that being said, let's get to the shout-outs. Let's see what I can find up here for some music that ain't going to get me in too much copyright trouble. I think it's funny. YouTube thinks I'm so shallow. Every time I bring up my YouTube, it shows me I'm on. Hey, you might care that you're on the air right now. I think that's funny. All right, got some music going. Probably going to throw me a commercial first. What happened to the music? There it is. Oh, it's pause. Or what? What's going on here? Oh, it's commercial. Skip ad. Bring up chat. Sorry for the 
quietness there, John. Stash out. Do you don't like the stash? I think it's funny. I honestly, seriously, could you could you picture me with hair now after seeing the stash? It just doesn't even work. Just doesn't even work. Got a little beards in harmony there. Let's see if the oh shit, I need to just run my joint. There it goes. Let's see if the stash can keep up with the shout outs list. You're listening to Beards of Harmony. Uh, Beard of Harmony, right into fucking good ass uh, cover song by Tool. From Tool. Of Tool. There we go. Of Tool. Here we go. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me tell you. Some cool mama, these house of dank mama lost 710 scare girl 420 green thumb bum and Christina MG 89 unplugged 705 medical McGullet medical McGullet cutty tongue tied already. Rick T the red rebel the 9G207 Fabian Salinas Dave's not here. Tom Spook Greg Walker Mendo Dope T Dog Runda uh, ah, Dung Beetle Red Eye Jedi Grows Mother Nature Not a Good Start Justin Conway Duckweed Run Boy 7426 Justin Gerda Justin Good Earth Songman Oki Grower 75 Corey Trevor Mike Wallace Small Vision 420 Cat Daddy Who's Your Cat Daddy Taco Don Slug Rick S Into Bushes 827 James Siemens Kevin Hahn World Slap Home Pets fan, bio mentor, dirt road dude, Kenneshiba, Jose Ramirez, red eye rustler, dab, goblin, Dr. Buzz, light your acetone, 710 canoe, can of queen, genetic, stabby, tenazi, fumador, dirt man, Dan, Keith of black sales, Mr. Bocillas, Zen premium gardens, Rasta Bob, Rasta Jeff, soil root, small tubes, Tyler, Frosty Buds, Nor Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar Rose, JC, Modern Genetics, SoCal Wiener, John, Last PPJ 15. Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree, Dollar Tree Grows, T1 Production, Zank Grower, who suggested this song, DOA Grown Meds, Miss Nudie Grows, I Grew Some, Johnny Cannon Seeds, Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nikki, Sony Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth. Man, we do need to do that episode, brothers. Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Miss Madam T, Stu Moo, Mo Grower, The Can of Crate, Loki Grows, Cast, This Guy, 79, 79, Burton, Unfuck That All Up, Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaws, 30, all 31 voodoo altars, Fresno nerds, Kelly connection, full Wolverine grow, big jar grows, Jimmy one for life, Wade way back from her D block, MMP nations, creations, Amber Lalana, psychedelic warlock, artist LT, Sir Sticky Rod, big day 420, Brent Window, big ed 1961, Manawani G3, the green click, J and K, triple G, Mr. Sprinkly, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, B2 Crazy for you, BGWG 420, Dr. Bugswell, Purple Thumb OG, Anthro Sense Amelia, Anthro Just a Face 420, Beast Coast Grower 420, Sir How, Trey Valone, Keep It Real, Hagerton 420, Sun Zeppelin, Audit Everywhere, VT, Double D, Girls, Bingus, Green Cup, Puffin Man, Alex Boykachev, Chef Life, School of Crop, Cause I Love It, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Oakey, Reels 100, 212, Andy Miranda Family, Farms, Page Farms, Me All Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, New Sale. 
Lovat wins. Kingdom Aquaponics. Indra. Michigan Native. Green. Mary Jane's Medgarden. Dreamer. 77 Double D. Bed Bunny Nutrients. Mr. Green Pots. Mr. Green Nugs from 619 664. Spaniard. Kruger Jones of the Grow. Papa G. Grows. Rats. Amy. Grow Grows. Cats. Grow from your heart. Podcast. Lily Luna. The Green Men Flock. Jeremiah Miranda. Sony Creek. Lost Art. Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Isom, P. Wynn, David Colby, Mason, 662, Scroggy, Mason, the Fourth, The Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Chen, Brad, Family Farms, Polly P., Kevin Jodry, Mike Honcho, Jay Huggins, UDA, Green Tree, Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Seensland, Oak, Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Maine Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, RJS, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, Dan the Indoor Man, Grow Me Homies, Hamilton Groans, Clip Smoke, Keystone, Canna Flag, PA, Big High 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace True Hustle, Friend Dark Conlos, North Arizona, Beer Girl 420, No Sellout, Jesse White, Gosh Yeti, Introvert Genetics, So So J. Fixing Robin, Killer 8 Mo, Cam Wood again, James Butter Cream. As I read that off, I know that's wrong. C Dub from NorCal, the Pharmacy Seed Bank, Dead Dread, Deadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mann, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dora, Antenna Seeds, Fab Carries, Kate, Mike Rubel, so Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Soda Get Up, Stew Move, Popco 719, Bakewood Shake, Maybe Old Smoke, PWC, Homegrown Buds, Lord Wash, Mr. Weebland, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Honcho Grown, Flora Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Punchet Sound Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T. Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul Food Spectrum, Gone God, Lori Hansen, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. D. Connolly, Pimp Jam, Make Body Face, Show Me Sketchwatch, Fuck Google, and You, I'm Going Well, Canadian Resort, Porter, Farmer, Call Wright, Zephner, Humble Farm, Sanitary Farm, Seldom Seen, Oak Park Gardens, Hell 9782, Skunky Pals, Narsal Artist 2012, Micro Slave, Hefner, Daniel McDizzle, Magically Fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Greenfingers, Motherfucking Tonto, Thomas. Robert, Mr. Greenfingers, motherfucking Thomas, Rancho Coach of Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Champlin, Bobby Lynn Means, Trench Digger, Bradley, Mr. Mac, Tonya Lake Bologna. Damn, I can't believe you fucking this up. Bill Lee, Bill S. Weed Peace, Tater Delicious, Minty, Country Roots, Here on Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny 101, Buds and Hazard, Mr. Club 14, Beater B Man, Farm 616, Nall Up, Max Grooman, Ruby. Timothy McKimmons, Neo, Justin Beans, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Real, Jennifer Steele, Kinbus 03, Turf Farmer, Shannon Stevens, Carlito, Latino, Gator Country, Mr. Speed, Wolfstein, Firesaw, Wally Wookie, The Goddess Grows, Ross Bob, White Feather Grows, Burning Shrooms, Tone Grows, Tank, The K-Man Grows, BX Gunner 81, Smith Dube, New Grows, Sean McCann, Jay Monk, Stank Agenda, Wild Wild Canna Grow, Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Alyssa, Paris, Rock Fam, Justice Mick, 420, Ben, Fresh Grow, Thriving Herbs, High Boy, You Mailman Grows, We be growing Australian grown love for the plan Argo American spot poker unfrozen caveman wise eyes serve craft micro coon Jeff Lowenfels Mobius grows tank brownies dandy Elliot Harkins mystic flavor foraging gardeners overwater overkill Seattle Steve shadow warrior Valley Green 514 Amelia Jensen Oz Indica Dr. MJ Coco Brandon Russ Matthew Gates D's bags drone star shotgun Willie Dank Yoda Jay Simmons sure bro gross Clackamas Coo DJ Connolly Aaron the grower light 1978 Michigan 
Homegrown Buds, your boy Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamitz 420, Stinky Colas, Dylan Steinford, PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sungrown 707, JA Dro, J420, Cascadian Growth, Seatoats, Overlake E, Fort Plants, A, Weedworks, Captain Scrog, Skunky Buns, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee Live, McGaster Tempe, Annie Andy Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, 11 Smiles, 11 Bindu Buds, Michael Ross is plenty, 311 Mix Up, Kinder Gross, and Evergreen, G's Friends, Tree, MMJ, Matt S, Save Bolt, Dragonfly, B, Justin Men, Travis Walls, Unlucky, 19897196, 19, or Lucky Mike, Seattle Chronic Seeds, King Chronic, Titan from Blessed Coast Seeds, Shango Gas, Vassal for Life, John Smith, Tommy Dracos, Poke King, Raz Pop Little, Slow Rolls, Pokey Pies, Oscar from Green Junior, Matt Seabird, Indo 11, Stephanie B, Shark Pulley, 9899, Von Brown, Simon Garner, Stoner Nation, 420, Joe Y Bugs, 1313, Painted. Painted Lady, Frank Booth, Jay Myers, Demid, Chat, Mr. Randy D, Bagsy, Dr. DGC, Jeff Shredder, 911, Dutch Grows, 420, Scallywag, 420, Skill Bowl, 1, Med Grow, 1, Empire Breeding Co. for Rolly, Lost Leaf, Liam Mast, Danny Dinko, B-Bear, 7, Allie Noble, CK, Tom Trendigan, Looney, Jester, Smoking With, Small Town, Tim S, Mr. Lazy, Rafter Grows, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Robert Hazleton, Dwar, Michigan Quarry, Double Tap Farms, Michigan, uh, Mr. Green Thumb, 420-808, Rooting Prospects, the Cannon Bus Driver, Hating Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grows, T-Ben, Broodnuts 619, Hammered Emails, Dr. Scrambles, VB Moonrock, CH. F double J Bio Greens Self Grower 56 Hanky Stinky 420 OG KP Ganja Nana Your Mile Georgia Joe Roy Rodriguez B Growing Nature's Best Known Killer B Grows Ganja Wizard Husky Gardens Nut Tree 420 Dr. Uso Life 420 Bully 4 Life Jeff Row 420 Bleeby 698 for Dr. Franklin Booty Goddamn them Big Ted's Test the Riffin' Fat Boy, Jack Greensock, Jeff 42420, Boom Farms, Charlie Farms 420, Aldridge 25, Char- uh, Smiley's Gardens, JD's, Misty's Nug, Smoke and Grow, Frazier, Grokoski, Twisted Roots, The Faded Farm 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, The Bob 420, Cameron, Mr. Banksy, Joe Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, Ginger Snaps, DTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP 2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pepper 420, Cannon Trooper, Sergeant Pepper. Blind Cat 420, light it up again, Tim. UKSIF 420, Boot Boy, Devin Shipwreck, Medical, MJ Budsville, USA, Resurrection, Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dinkman, Dan Dinkman 420, Red Setter Farms, Good Life, Joni Bell, Chicha B, Most Hated Grower, The Major General 420, Army, The American One, W Digger 714, Sharates, Kenny Osinetics, Mountain Skies, Ready to Hit That Hot Fire, Chris Mertz, Ian Save Robbie, Sergeant Live, Hepafe Camp, Finger Lakes, Finest, Ridge Pads, Dozer Moon, Southern BT Grower, Choose Medical, Air player plus one medical secret city pioneers by little tent 2042 spacewalker christian tree mump t barrington heart and soul homegrown mike bt Dwayne, east coast will heidi day galactic gardens john smith elliptus my natural farms pacific northwest seeds ross kaya paul lemon hoko trench rita's juicy life richard 420 grant manual mary bond semi sizzle nine inch colas chris mo dk trades vision creators guru kind brood canon nation jj wire Wob, Wobby, Sean Bins, Rescue Ready Roadside, Notorious Young, Nugs, Magma Seeds, Father and Son, Trimming Tutorial, Z-Dub Dank, 
Jose Ramirez, Jose Martin Perez, Doggo of the Hut, 420, Buck, Chibo Man, GR420, Community Videos, GR, Detroit, River Rat, Luis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Captain on it, Cheddar Bob, 13, Main, 420, Med Growers, Cookie Scoop, Jay Hendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods All Good, Sally Mansell, Adam Skankin, Chanel Simpsons, One Smoke Away, Ganja Rhodes, Kazoo, Aaron Burnish Rooms, Mr. Lincoln Stinkin', Angel Studios, MG, and the 420 Grow Tent, Paul Diella, John Fleming, Jankovich, Kimo, F Sky, Fiber Fly, or Polly P, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sunman, Chiba Sunny, Pumjepo Pollock, Ricardo Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Forest Farmer, Buck All That Beam, The Misfit Grower, Jason Lyon, 512 Snake Eyes, Northern 446, Jason Graystone, Stony Baker, MD, Stony Creek, Russ, Sonic, Prince Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Hermit Nash, Freebird, Mogor, Manigar, Simple Man, so Survival Time, Tim Blake, Gulf Coast Chronic, Sink Fed, Caballero, Polera, Harley Grower, Jen God, C. Collins, Tom Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Island, Hayes, Scuba Steve Speaks, GR Ring, Granny K. <laughs> Excuse me, TRC, TCDR, Claire Gillian, Wardrobe Farming, Randy K, Piff 1000, Ace Plug 3223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom, Repuffer, else. 15 Digits, Ganja Mook, Fred, Fred G, Super Bob, Broski 808, Weekend at Bernie's, K Bag, Justin Station, Strong Style, Organic, Zippy, Ibmetic 31, Honesty, K Hell, Me All Flower, Brent Boog, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, K and T, Chris D, Too Soon, Photons, Fo, Natty Dreads, Barbers, Matthews, Ancient Soul, Grown, Kevin Jiu Jitsu, Can of Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Clap, Low Cut, Albert Trembly, Mo Manic Meds, Aras Banty, Helen, Hugh Janus, James T, Atomics Moon, Miss Jill, Big. Daddy, LT Gardens, High Flyer 420, Lobster Brush Bowl, Mother Tree Main, Red Pill, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Aesthetic, Shannon, Gimmins, Ruhan, Rick W, Comfortably Numb, One Smoke Away, The 840 Grow Show, Richard Lamb, Red Pill 710, One More Time, Cannabis Pursuit, K Rolling, Cody Rolling, Worthy Buzz, Logan Man 81, Oil and Flower Podcast, Entourage Effect, Warren Dixon, Pink Lady Luck, Elmondo 420, surrounded by Keith Ferrari Farms. Excuse me. Page, uh, Fridge Dweller, Single Fathers, Happiness Without Guilt, Richard Forbes, Daniel Pimenta, Before People, Nick T, John Reese, Without Bob, Prince Patty, Daniel Bergman, Green Puffin Man, B. Bun Diddley. I'm going with the fucking James James Chung, Serge Gross, eight one eight, John Wayne's, Carolina, Carolina Roots. God, I finally got that rolling right. Sister Golden Hair, Deanna El Dinkarino, K and F Gardens, Blank ten thirty, choose one ten feet, Faded Farmer, or Farmer Jones, Crypto Dope, HIP Grower. Matt, Javine, Dan, Marino, Chronic Wonders, Sir, Sunrise Grows, Top Floor Genetics, Mole Vision 420, K2 Cannabis, Jess Fisher, My Dog Nelia, Rooster, Alex Hardy, Hardy Gear, that is, Medi Cropper, Daniel Gross, Photos, Mitten Grown Meds, Alex, <laughs> Alex, who the hell should be pissed to hear that, Lexi. Brittany and Courtney, my baby girls. Grumpy Toad, No Limit 916. Alchemist and Cannabis, Soil Brown Addiction. 
Ross, Joel, Alex D, Dirty Ore, Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dan, Propagation Station, John McDaniels, Lisa Marie, Alex, or Blaze Daily, Fried Piper, Perpetual, Equal Proud Warrior, Sarah Smiles for You, Frank Asada, The Dake, Duchess, Kino, Kelly Maxwell, Captain 420, Stink Bat, What About Bob, Ill Jester 420, Pop Shrooms, John Gorski, John Doe, Dogan, Gangsta, THC before PH, T, P, T, T, oh my God, THC before TH, oh my God, one last time, P, THC before PTSD, third time's a charm, T-bearing, Haunted Grown, Swamp Cat, Swap Cat, oh, I'm just going to skip that one, Best of Buds, Best of Because, dot, 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 Mr. Manny D, Canafari, Bo, 20 Abnormal, Franklin Guerrero, Fairfeet, J. Brent, 74, CK, Brown God, 20, Packaderm, 420, Burning Tree Made EA Gray Sun Grove 207 Hydro Daily and last but never least Weedus 207 Me and the Sporn Stash are out of here. You guys know the deal. <laughs> this is the end of your day. If this is the end of your journey for the day, please get some rest. If this is the beginning of your day, please make it an awesome day it's monday officially go out and make it a great week most importantly please take time to do something nice for somebody random acts of kindness do save lives living breathing example of that tune in tonight where it'll be nobody it's monday nights rabbit hole the wormhole 2 a.m Eastern Standard Time. Please have a great Monday. I'll see you at 2 a.m. with the wormhole. Have a great day. I am out of here. Love you guys.